Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In the Pocket Podcast. Happy New Year to you. It's your boy, Kevin Chip Ginyard, a.k.a. 203 Chip G. I got my brother, my best friend, my partner in the house, the Duke of Earl, Darnell Earl Offman, here live in the building with me. And, of course, his internet is messing up already. D, you got to put your phone on airplane mode, man. You messed up during the intro? (laughs) It's going to be a long night. Thank y'all for coming out and rocking with me tonight, man. I got my brother here with me. We just going to vibe out. 2022 was an amazing year for me. I stepped out on faith and started a business uh, in honor to my pops, man. My dad was a journalist. Um, He was taken from me in 2018. And Darnell is my brother. He lived with me. You know, he knows how special my dad was to both of us. Um, And I wanted to honor him by doing something that he loved to do. And it became a love of mine watching him do it. He was there. You know, watching him do the radio broadcast, the Holy Test. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already you know. know. <laughs> you know, being there with Dad, doing his announcements and, and his famous answer machine. How did the answer machine go, D? Hello. Hello. You have reached the Ginyard resident. Yeah, reached the Ginyard resident. <laughs> he was so always. Yeah, he was always. Now that's professional. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was always professional, um, and everything yes, he did, and uh. I wanted to figure out how I could honor him. And and I had an I have a love for music. I have a love for people. And I wanted to find a way to mix the two together. And so the podcast trend was calling my name, man. I wanted to do it. I wanted to get into it. And so what better way to honor him than stepping out and being a journalist and honoring my dad, man. So this year I stepped out on his birthday, uh, 2023. And Darnell, you got to put your phone on airplane mode, man. I, I can't do that black screen over and over. Let me do that now. All right. Let me take you off screen. So uh, I wanted to honor my pops, man. So on twenty in 2023, uh, 2022, pardon me, uh, March 23rd, I stepped out to start a podcast um, to honor his memory. He was the first black man to graduate from the University of Bridgeport in my city of Connecticut, in my city of Bridgeport, Connecticut, with a journalism degree. And so, you know, he was always an astute, uh, proper man and a he loved journalism. He loved reporting. He loved broadcasting. He really wanted to be like Brian Gumble. So um, I, I just love that about him. And I wanted to find a way to honor him. So here I am in 2022, starting a podcast on his birthday. So now we've come all the way from 2022, first quarter, all the way to the end of the year. Now we're into 2023. And we completed 16 episodes of the In the Pocket with Chip G podcast. And we've interviewed some legends. So I am grateful to my dad for the inspiration. I'm grateful to all the supporters and all the people, who, the great guests that came on. And uh, my, I got my brother here with me today. My brother, yes, the Duke, Darnell yes, Earl Altman is here with me. My brother, my longtime friend. Um, yes, he is an amazing musician, drummer, music director. Uh, my boy D uh, has toured the world, been to several countries, got many passports. He is an authority, a respected individual in the, in the, on the East Coast. And in this nation, man, people know D all over the world for his music, and for his jokes. So you're in for a good time tonight because my brother has been blessed with the gift of laughter. He can just make you smile. I mean, people that don't know Darnell, meet him and, and instantly laugh. So um, I'm grateful for the relationship and the bond. You know, everybody knows. If you see Chip, you see D. If you see D, you see Chip. So, you know, um, you know, we're, we've just been in it for a long time. So welcome to the show, bro. Thanks for having me. No doubt. I appreciate you. And um, before we even get into it, I want to say, like, I'm so proud of my brother. 
Um, I always knew he had this in him. Like he's like he's a, that's why his name is Chip. Chip off the old block. Like like I, the Chip off the block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like just like his father, man. Um, this was this was in the will. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm proud of him taking that leap of faith to do this. You know, a lot of people have a vision, have yeah. a dream, and never take that leap. And I'm right. proud of him. I'm proud of my brother. Thank you, man. What you're doing, man. Like you said, you got some heavy hitters up out here, man. Yeah. Some heavy hitters. Some yeah. many we knew, some didn't, but right. you're doing you're doing your thing, man. And you always know you got my support. And I appreciate you having me up out here. Thank you, man. You know I love you, man. I mean, it don't get you know no that. more real. Blood could not make us more close. I mean, Facts. Darnell is my is my road dog. Everybody knows Facts. that. Um Facts. but uh Let's talk about music, man. Like, when did you first fall in love with music? You know, was it Pots and Pans? What was it? Sitting on the front row of church? What was it? Definitely Pots and Pans, man. I was okay. um, anything that could make a sound, basically. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I don't remember the phone books back in the day, the thick <laughs> yeah. the phone books. I right. used to take those, like, used to have, my grandma used to have a million of them laying around. Right. So I used to take them. Sit on, sit on the floor, spread my legs out, put the phone book, stack them. Yeah. <laughs> All the pots and pans. Bro. You had your like, little six-piece. <laughs> what? Man, I had it, it with at least like eight, nine symbols then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which, which were phone books or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how it started, man. Just, you know, I played to the music of my head or played it what's on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, watching, you know, back in our days, we we didn't have no social media. So, no, no, not at all. And I mean, so then, as, you know, as we get older, of course, you know, seeing each other at church, you know, we were each other's YouTube. You know right. what I'm saying? Fact. We learn from watching. You know what I mean? Learn from watching each other. We didn't have no YouTube to learn. I was just telling my mother, nah. buy the tape and rewind it. I remember, exactly. remember the boombox in my room? Yes. <laughs> you know, we use that thing for everything. We play keyboards through that thing, everything. Everything. Yeah. You should have kept it, man. That thing was a part of the family. It was a Sony tape deck with the CD player on the top, the two detachable speakers. Sometimes yes. I try to get fancy and put it on the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> These kids don't know about that speaker wire. What is speaker wire? These kids don't right. know. <laughs> I'm sure. You had to twist, twist the back. Oh, yeah. Twist the wire and put it in the speaker. Going to Radio Shack, getting a longer speaker yeah. wire so you could, it could stretch across the room, man. Stereo what, sound. Right? What is Radio Shack? What's Radio Shack? Exactly. <laughs> right. Exact Radio Shack. It wasn't no Guitar Center. Nah. It was none of that. Nah, no we went saying? to Dario Music on Barnum Ave <laughs> <laughs> until Mom they built CMS. Right. Yes, Mom and Pop Store. Absolutely. Chip, Chip must have had. You must Chip. You must have had like a million ninety-minute tapes. <laughs> I, I, I actually found some at my mom's house. Really? I guess I'm, you got to open them. You got to play them. Yeah, she she put them up. She put them somewhere. She don't remember where she put them, but I'm gonna find them though. I got a, I got a friend's rehearsal on cassette tape, but I'm scared to put it in the tape recorder because I don't want it to pop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I gotta go to a professional that where they I know their stuff works because any tape deck I got around here is 30 years old. That's it, yeah. It's a rock, It's a rock. So I'm scared. Sherry got a tape deck that she used to record her songs on. And I'm scared right. to put it in there because last time I put something in there, it got chewed up. So I don't yeah. 
I don't want to do that, but yeah, it's time to get all those old memories converted yeah. to disc and digital. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what ruined us, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't take it, I don't take it for granted how we came up, and I I know I sound like the old man in the barbershop, but definitely our our era was the best, man. So I'm grateful. And, 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 I, and I say it all the time: I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, man. Because that's it's honestly what made us musical. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying we didn't yeah. we didn't have depend on yeah you know what i'm saying you 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 had this and what you heard from others around you we had creative imagination i just talked right. to one of my co-workers today she said that children don't even have imaginary friends no more because wow. they always wow. their nose is in the stream bro their imagination yeah. is down so much that they can't create wow. can't think lucidly to think and, and find new, new things to talk about to be creative yeah. All they're yep. focused on is watching their iPad and being on YouTube. Now I'm sure they'll excel in other areas because you got two year olds that can navigate through YouTube, right? I'm sure your right. kids can, can flip through YouTube like it ain't nothing. Like I nothing. A, I seen a two or three year old just flipping through, can't even read, just flipping right. through to knowing what they're looking for. So they're screen kids, right. but they're the, right. the 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 uh, the imagination level is, is dropped down because they don't have to use their mind to create these stories. You know, oh. I we interviewed Tamir Muhammad, and we'll talk about that. He said he grew up without cable, so he had to make wow. his own stories. Wow. You know what I mean? He had to wow. write his own stories, write poems, write stories, and find things to keep his mind sharp because right. he didn't have anything on the outside to entertain him. Right. So, you know. Which is, why, which is why we know, like, now, you shut a computer down. Yeah. Shut a computer or something down. We, we know how to move. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, we know how to kick into another gear. You That's why I said we're in the best place of our life right now because we caught we caught the analog era, we caught the digital era, yeah. we caught the inception of the internet. Like we got to yep. see all the greats, you know. Like we're just in the best in the prime of our life right now, and I'm right. grateful for it. Man, this is the sure. In the Pocket Podcast. This is the recap, the 2022 recap. I'm here with my brother Darnell Altman, the great yes, drummer, sir. producer, extraordinaire music director from my home city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Man, one of my nearest and dearest friends. Probably yes, the sir. nearest and dearest friend because he been riding with me from the beginning. I mean, we've known each other since we were, oh God, eight or nine years old. So um, I, I can't even remember life without D. So we we we've been together rocking for a long time. D, I started a podcast. You were there with me. You you were there when I told you I was going to do it. Now right. we are sixteen episodes in. We completed the year. We started with my dad. I'm on his birthday, and we started with a legend, bro. Episode oh. one was amazing i was trying to figure out the right person i truth be told i'm gonna tell you a story i never told you i wanted to interview percy Beatty. i was at the stellars in 2018 now percy Beatty is one of the co-writers of i believe i can fly not to mention countless other hits right i saw him at a show i was playing at in vegas and i approached him that night he we talked and you know exchange information i said i'm starting a podcast i'd like to interview you man um would you be interested I made a flyer and everything. This is like on a Wednesday night. I was supposed to go to his hotel on a Thursday. I got shook. I got real nervous, bro. I didn't I didn't have no mic. I didn't have anything. I just had my iPad and my laptop. And I was like, yo, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't, I don't have nothing to like, I don't know. I had my questions. I was prepared, but I just was scared because it was like I usually don't get starstruck, but I just got intimidated for a moment because of his prowess. Right, right. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, dang, I don't want to play myself. Because, you know, we too cool. We don't ever want to play ourselves. We we hate asking for stuff. You know, exactly. we don't ever want somebody to say no. Right. So, exactly. so I sat on my on my gift for four more years, bro. And, mm. you know, 
I waited four years to start. And uh, when I told my mom, um, she encouraged me, told my wife, she encouraged me. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to ask Jonathan. And I asked Jonathan DuBose from my hometown, the legend, the iconic guitarist, songwriter, musician to the stars, man. And he's right from the crib, right from the crib, 203, you know what I'm saying? Home. Jonathan was the, he was the, uh, he was the blueprint. He is the blueprint for all musicians in our area because at a young age, he went out to the world, got a gig and never, you know, he came back because he wanted to, but he has sustained of what he's, he said he's 61 years old, 62 years old. Man, he's been playing for 40, almost 50 years, bro. And still killing, getting work to, to this day. So we start off the pod with a legend. I'm going to play some clips from the episodes and we're going to just, you know, go through them and just remember and talk about the highlights of each episode. Um, thank you all for rocking. Let me share this because it's about to be epic. We're going to go yes, through this clips of the, the episodes from each episode um, and it's going to be dope. So keep rocking yes, with sir. us. Let's go. Let's start off with the goat himself, Jonathan DuBose. He tells an interesting story about uh, him going to the NBA off. I'm um, sorry, the NBA finals in 1996 check this out 1996 the chicago bulls was playing the seattle supersonics Mm. in game five yeah i'm in my backyard mowing the lawn telephone ring and my wife comes out and says telephone i pick up it's harry said man what you doing i said i'm mowing the lawn just got through telling my son we're gonna watch the game yeah. He says, that's the reason why I'm calling. How would you like to come and sit at the Course, court, court side, side. Yeah. with me while we're going to do the Star Spangled Banner? Harry calls back 15 minutes later. They won't allow me to put the piano on the floor because it's going to scratch the parquet. Do you think you could play the Star Spangled Banner by yourself? Oh, my I goodness. I said, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Rich, rich for his yes, own, Jonathan DuBose. I said, sure. Yes, <laughs> there is only one Jonathan DuBose, the prophesying guitarist. Only Shout one. Pastor DuBose for being the, yes, for being the example, the blueprint, and and also blessing me by being on, on my pilot episode. Man, he really validated the the, the show. And yes, once sir. I told people, when I interview people, or when I reach out to people, and they ask who's also done the show, and I say Jonathan DuBose. I most likely get a year from most people because they know the caliber right. musician and man he is. So I'm grateful for him stamping the show, giving his approval because a lot of times in life, you do need that cosign. You know, right. it's not about your skill or your talent. It's about, I mean, it is about your skill and talent, but a lot of times that's overshadowed and it's all about, about who you know. So I thank God to have the favor that he, uh, he reached out to me. What do you think about that story, D? I, I, I think it's incredible. Let me say this first. Um, I think it's a perfect way to start out with Jonathan, you know, not just because he's home base, yeah. but plays a lot to it because he was, he was our blueprint. Yeah. You know, it was like, cause you know, y'all know, some of y'all don't know where we from Bridgeport or Connecticut. It, it's not too big. No. You know what I'm saying? So we were like, you mean to tell me you could be from Bridgeport and playing for the Hawkins? Yeah, <laughs> right. just like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, playing all these legendary albums, and you know we used to see them on album covers, absolutely, and stuff like this. And it was it, it just it blew our minds because it was right. like, yo, how he do that? He from he, he from the same place we are. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just saw him at Car. I just saw him at Carter's barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, matter of fact, he used to go to school with my pops. Yeah. And my father-in-law artist. too. My father-in-law too with the elementary school. Yeah. yeah. The artist. You know what I'm saying? So, I, so it blew our mind, man. But getting back to to, to that story, I, it's it's incredible, man. Like to to be so good at what you do yeah. that somebody will call you and just say, "Come to the game. Come to the yeah. final." I mean, yeah. this is Michael Jordan. You know, speak <laughs> Michael Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> ninety six. Ninety six. And, and, and matter of fact, what you wanted that was the seventy two and uh, uh. Yeah, it was and it was in the middle of the second three peat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and the glove on the yeah. other side. You know Sean what I mean? Kemp, Shrimp. Exactly. So. To get a call to do something like that, man, and 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 play like in the focus line, you you in the middle of the court, yeah. everybody looking at you, millions watching, and he's I mean, only playing by himself, so he had to be right. ready. Now, what the story um, he didn't tell, and that's on episode one, and you can go check it out on the In the Pocket podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, shout it out. <laughs> he went. He said he made this crazy rendition of the song, and was ready to play this take six jazzy version of of the. Uh, of the Star Spangled Banner, but he had never, he played it and practiced it and made it up, but it was so difficult that he was for sure going to make a mistake on national TV. And wow. so Harry Connick Jr. said, how would your father, if you were playing this for your father's quartet, how would you play it? He said, I would play, oh, say, can right. you see? He said, play it just like that. He said, because wow. the margin for error is so short. So he taught right. him how to be smart and play what the song requires and not go so crazy. So crazy. And that'll preach on its own. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Is not the place to be messing up, you know? Not with 40 million people watching. That's something you hardly You will never let that down. Right. Shout out to Pastor DeBose, man, for being yes, the, the trendsetter for me and, and stamping approval. I'm grateful to you, Pastor. Thank you so much. Love you, man. Let's go to another hometown hero, our brother, Mike Clemens, who is probably the most influential drummer for me and probably for you um, in our life. Yeah. You know, he changed our life. You known him longer than I have. I met him when I was about nine or ten. Um, and I'm not gonna go back to you know too many far stories, but you know, he graced the show as well. And he's an iconic drummer who has played all over the world and he's from our hometown as well. So um we love Mike and let's 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 do a, a small recap on Mike's episode, episode two with the great Mike Clemens. He is yep. an innovator and he made his mark in music forever. Check this out. Name that drum fill. Oh. Iconic man, you're a legend, man. Say, I am not Israel Hope, and I am not forgotten. So tell me about how you came up with that pattern, man. Um, man, I uh, I was fooling around. I was I was just like playing. We was going over the song, and they had a, they had like a different beat to it, and I was. Just started doing that. It's just like keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 so on the verses, that's what it was. Yeah. That and it felt good. Yeah. You know, and we just rolled with it. And we started the song off like that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, it's such a vital part of the song, man. It's just like you can't think of that song without that pattern. So you're, you're cemented, you're goaded, as the kids say now, for for that pattern, man. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, that song is 
probably on its way to gold status, you know, already. It definitely right. tore up churches and concerts all around the world. And it was innovative because a lot of times the greatest ideas come from just messing around, right? Messing around, yeah. Yeah, exactly. so just him playing around made a hit record out of a song. Yes, sir. Right, yeah. and that's, a lot. that's how a lot of stuff is created, just fooling around, whatever. Somebody's here, do that again? Let me yeah. hear that, you know what I'm saying? Do that right. here. And I remember when that album came out, man, me and you sat in the Mercury Sable. <laughs> <laughs> we shagging wagon. Shagging wagon. Shagging wagon. Yeah. Yo, we sat in that joint, man, when that when that beat came through. Yeah. We was like, we looking at each other like, I, matter of fact, we didn't even get to the song yet. We no. just kept rewinding that part yeah. at first. That, it, it was like, yo, this is Mike, yo. Because it was a loop by itself. You know, like, right. you just do, the loop was so crispy by itself. Right, right, yeah. man. That thing came in, man, we was like, yeah, that's, that's Mike, man. And, and for us, me saying this, let me explain. Yeah. That's Mike, because for us, for me, me and Mike, we came from the same church. Right. Full gospel. You know what I'm saying? My mother used to babysit Mike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know right. what I'm saying? Everything, I'm going to pay homage because everything I am as a drummer is because of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of right. course, I had other influences, but that's who, that's my blueprint. Yeah. Right there, Mike, Mike Clemens, and I will always give him that. Yeah. To this day, that would never, that would never. So that's why it means so much to me and, and Chip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, and, yeah. You know, it was a, you know Mike started playing for Ricky Terrence and friends. Chip, Shout out, Chip friends. Yeah, yeah. And this is hey, hey. See, y'all don't know about paying y'all dues. Let me say this. <laughs> y'all know about paying. Some of y'all yummies just don't know about paying y'all dues, man. <laughs> Y'all just want to hop on. That's why some of y'all, and this is not no no throw off to anybody, but a lot of them was unlearned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, we paid our due. Me and Chip was singing in the choir. <laughs> like, we singing. Like, we the shortest two in the front. Yeah. Getting it. We getting it. You know what I'm saying? But we always get in trouble because we turn around looking at Mike. Yeah. And we doing it the... Because even though we were in the choir, we were music lovers and drummers first. Exactly. So, yeah, we would always get in trouble. And Darnell was always going to make me laugh. We could be in front of people. It don't matter who we was on stage with. We was going to laugh at somebody from the front of the choir. So Darnell always been a joker. But shout out to Mike Clemens for being our yes, uh, blueprint and the, and the standard for us in our in the state of Connecticut for the second lower half for Fairfield County. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he, he held the 203 down. Doobie and, and Billy and them held down the 860. Miles. Exactly. Yeah, they held it down up there. All right, let's move good. on to episode three. Episode got three, it. I got I was privileged to sit and uh talk to another legend, Darnell, an icon, a businessman. This okay. man was responsible for signing uh acquiring a group that we played for. We both played for. Um, we were there in the beginning. When yep. he discovered the choir, we were playing for the choir and uh, they became, you know, well known around the tri-state area and it mm-hmm. caught the, the attention of record execs. This right. is also the time where the Internet was just starting out. And this gentleman, Mr. James Robinson Jr., uh, was a record exec, uh, aspiring record exec. And then also uh, he was co-founder of the uh, first gospel. I won't say first gospel, but the most popular Gospel yeah. website in gospelflavor.com. Gospel flavor, yeah, yes, and if y'all don't know, 
you know, it was a blog, you know, it was a gospel music blog. Um, but then they started getting ads from record companies, which brought more attention to the blog, yeah. which made it more popular. And then they would highlight new artists. And of course, if you're a new artist, you would tell all your friends to go to that website. So they were getting all kinds of traction and then corporate sponsors. So they were ahead of the game. This is when magazines were fading out. Yeah. Y'all remember magazines? Y'all kids probably don't remember magazines, but magazines, you, you would buy your favorite gospel magazine, your favorite Time magazine, Sports, Sports Illustrated, stuff like mm -hmm. that. So that era, the magazine era was kind of fading and the internet yep. was being birthed. And so James and his four, three other partners, Stan North, Gerard Melanie. Bonner, and Melanie um, yep. were all partners um, together in gospelflavor.com. From gospelflavor.com, from the immediate success, they ended up starting a record label. And the first yep. artist on that label, Evidence Gospel, was Bridgeport's own Youthful Praise, J.J. Harrison, and Sean Brown. God rest, God rest, and uh, bless my brother, Pastor Sean Brown, and you know, rest in peace to the great memory of that green man. But yeah, we and me and D were there from the beginning. D was even there before. Sure. D mother was in Youthful Praise many years before that. But, uh, but yeah. we were, D was a part of the band that actually got signed. Darnell, I, myself, Eric Davis, Keith Harper, God, rest in peace to Keith Harper. Uh, Tom, Tom, um, Tommy Powell, uh, and Adam Askew were all a part of the band when we got got signed, and uh, mm -hmm. we were signed to Evidence Gospel, and we toured the whole United yes, States and went all over the place and set the country on fire. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, sir. So um, yes, sir. that was a great time. But I'm grateful to James for the opportunity because he gave me and Darnell opportunities to play on these records and these sessions, and we made a lot of friends and a lot of alliances from him yes, taking over the reins and, and, but he's going to tell you the, the a unique story on how evidence gospel was uh, created and how he met JJ Hairston. Check this out. Sure. Since we're there, we're at the YP chapter now, talk about the inception of evidence gospel from gospel flavor to evidence. 100% uh, credit goes to JJ Hairston. So JJ comes to us one day and says, can you help me? And, um, <laughs> He was like trying to get a deal, this happened, this happened, this happened. So a lot of people credit me with going after JJ. The true story is JJ uh -oh. actually came to us. Nice. So a lot of times people give us credit where credit is not due. Uh, hmm. Credit goes to JJ Harrison for being a visionary. And his exact words were, we've tried all of this. None of this works. Why don't you do it? Yeah. Is wow. it works. Why don't you do it? Got together with Stan and Mel and G. And awesome God was born. Since we're there with. All right. Shout out to the uh, the Gospel Flavor team, Evidence Gospel, James. And uh, yeah. I remember that stuff like it, like it was yesterday, bro. Like going through that whole process. But like. Kudos, crap, you know, shout out to JJ for taking the initiative to tell him, like, hey, man, I can't I, get a deal. <laughs> you, want, you want to sign me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For B JJ's always been a businessman, and shout out to Jay. But, like, taking the initiative to talk to the man in power and telling him, like, hey, man, we can do this. And this is right, right when the internet was starting. They had the buzz, and they found yep. the funding, and they put it together. And, like, it wasn't a – we didn't have, like, crazy money. But right. some of the right. some of the greatest friendships were formed from that, and of course, we were ended up being successful. Um, cool. We got the tour. We went to the Stellar Awards. You know, we the choir actually sang at the Stellar Awards with Destiny's Child. You know, 
Like that was crazy. That was my only starstruck moment in life. I think like I, I yeah. saw Beyonce and I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. Both rooms, remember? Remember, yeah. they was like, come, they was like, come take a picture. We, we like, could have been in. A, we could have had a picture with Beyonce to this day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh God, that had to be oh two, oh three. Yeah, yeah, oh three, oh four, something like that. I gotta look. Yeah. It was. Were we in Atlanta or Nashville? We was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't switch to Nashville yet. It was Atlanta. Okay. So yeah. we were in Atlanta at the Stellar Awards. And Destiny Child was, they weren't the huge Destiny Child. They still were, they had bills, 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 but they weren't, yeah. they weren't like superstar status. But man, I we saw Beyonce and we could not move. Exactly. Shout out to exactly. Mike Edwards for taking a picture. Mike, where is that picture? Because I, I want to know where that picture is. Yeah. But uh, shout out to James for seeing something in Evil Praise, seeing something in the band because we was we was killing at the time. I'm gonna give us our props, and then right. make for making noise in the country and making us a desired group uh, to want to be signed. And he took a gamble yeah. on us, and it paid off for both parties, man. Definitely it changed our life, man. We, we absolutely that's what we started seeing the world then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it, it. It really matter of fact, I remember our first DMWA. Yeah, 2001 Minnesota. Of course. Oh, don't don't start talking about that because we won't get to the other episodes. I just want to say this though. <laughs> I just want to say this. It was just amazing to see because the song "Awesome God" God is an awesome song. The world has been was hearing yeah, already, right? So, so remember when we got without the internet, the, right? Awesome right, God was without, a hit without yeah, the internet, right? Without internet, exactly. Yeah, and we went to the uh, the exhibit. Remember the exhibit mm-hmm. hall? Exactly. That's right. Sell sell the records, sell your records, mm-hmm. and all. Thing and just remember people's faces, people coming up. It was like now they're connecting the faces with the song. Yeah, they knew the song, but didn't know who who was. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's all we heard was y'all, y'all, y'all the yeah. ones that do God. Is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that was very great and impactful in my life. You yeah. know, just to, just to experience that. And no matter who sang the song, we still was gonna sing it. I remember being at that same concert and somebody sang "Awesome God" before us. And Sean said, "We're still gonna do it. We're still gonna do it. They're not. They're gonna sing my song in front of me. We're still gonna right. do it." <laughs> that sounds just like them too, yeah. So exactly. he's like, "Chip, and when you get up there, you hit it hard. I mean, you hit it hard." I said, "Pause." Hey, right, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> of course, you know we had our unique way of doing it. So absolutely, it, you know. man, absolutely. So. um, it was a great time, and shout out to James Robinson. Episode four, out, yeah. we're moving along. I got to sit down with a legend, Darnell, like one of the greatest drummers of all time. He came from church just like us, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like from Philadelphia, from the 215, and moved to Atlanta, and he's played and performed with some of the most amazing artists, Herbie Hancock, Stevie Wonder, uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. I mean, he was on the Velvet Rope Tour. Y'all know how epic... An iconic yeah. the Velvet Rope tours. They that was the first tour to be televised on TV on, right. on HBO. They had remember the HBO Velvet Rope yes. special? Yes, yes, sir. Bro, and remember. that was our friend and brother, Mr. Little John Roberts. And he yes, so humbly said yes when I asked him to be on the show. He came through, he dropped, he did two episodes because he had to go the first episode. He had a show to get to go to, so he only had an hour to spare. But he, he promised me to come back and he did part two. So he did two different parts. So we're going to start um, with a clip from Little John talking about how he played for the king of pop. Y'all know who that That's is. Great. The baddest man that walked this planet. MJ, yes, let's go. Give me the Michael Jackson story. Um, how you had an opportunity to work with Mike. 
So I went to his house, his music director's house, Brad Buckster. I know I met Brad through one of the guys in, in Janet's band or whatever. So Brad hits me up and is like, Michael has a song I want to see if you can play on. And he was like, come on over, you know, I want, there's a track that I think would be great, you know, for you to play on for Michael. So I go over there, he's playing the stuff for me. I'm like, man, this percussion is killing, you know. I'm like, who's that playing percussion? Is that Polino? Is that Louis Conte or whatever? He's like, no, nah, that's Michael. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Michael's beatboxing that's all the percussion parts, like the shakers, like everything that was on there, he did it with his mouth. I was right. like, wow. And they left it or they had to reprogram it? Nah, I played on top of it. Okay. <laughs> that was my click track. Shout out to little John Roberts, wow. man. The, one of the wow. goats of our era, man. Got yes. to play. Imagine getting that call, D. Like, Yo. we've gotten calls and our minds been blown. But, like, imagine somebody calling you like, hey, man, John, what you doing? Oh, I'm chilling, man. I'm at the crib. Um, I need you to play. You, you in L.A.? I can get there. What's up? Um, yeah, this is a song I think you'd be perfect on. Okay, who's it for? <laughs> uh, don't say nothing, but it's for Michael Jackson. <laughs> Yo. You tell yo, I'll, yo, I probably have been shot. I, I probably would have had COVID before COVID was out. <laughs> Not before COVID. Instantly <laughs> started COVID. Had... <laughs> Shout out to John, man. He had another, he had an amazing story um, playing. And he said the track never came out. He said, but there is a track that exists with him and Michael Jackson on it. I don't know if he has it. But he right. was able to record. He said, oh, he said Michael was watching him via satellite. This is before FaceTime. This remember live via satellite. Remember that live was a thing? <laughs> and that was super, it was super expensive to go live via satellite. So Mike is in, I think he was in London and John was in LA. And he was watching him different time zone and everything. Cause remember, it's probably nighttime in London. So he's watching him, watching him cut and giving him pointers. Cause Michael Jackson was super musical. I don't know if y'all know. But Michael Jackson was very musical and knew every part. Y'all saw it in, in was it This Is It? This Is It? Yeah, you know, he, he knew every part of the song. He knew the tempo. He knew the key. So you can imagine in a studio session, if he already laid down the percussion tracks with his mouth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, how, how good you got to be to fool a drummer? Yeah. I, I, you know, a drummer thought it was a real percussion. Yeah. Like, how good you really got to be? You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. He was amazing, and his engineer was probably amazing, too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, John Roberts. He has another one clip that I want to show that I want to play. Now, should we go? We, I'll go with this one, because this is going to mess everybody up. Let's do this. <laughs> I did my homework. Do <laughs> so y'all know? Type in the comments. What song is this? Set it off soundtrack, right? Yeah, bro. Talk to me about that experience. That song is amazing. 
I told him I wanted to do something like a Phil Collins type thing to make it really big because the way that they had the song before I played it, it wasn't as rocky and stuff like that. It was more real soft, not soft, but it was hip hoppy, you know, mm-hmm. just like real straight. And I was like, man, we need to turn this into like a rock song, man. Like, yeah. you know, some heavy, distorted guitar or something, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. And um, I think that's Tommy Martin. Um, Ray from Organized Noise, he produced the track. And then I heard it later on afterwards. I was like, yo! <laughs> that's crazy, Gosh. man. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times ideas come out, right? And they just end up making the record. A lot of times you got, you can't be afraid to take chances on the record. And what he did, how we flipped it, made that record. Because that is one of the best buildups to the verse in in the game. So simple, but so effective. Yeah. And he also, he also gave honor and homage, paid homage to the, the uh, Phil Collins uh, buildups, like how he was inspired. You know what I mean? That's what music is supposed to do. People get... People get stuck on copying and biting, you know what I'm saying? But music is supposed to inspire, you know what I'm saying? Right. You're supposed to hear somebody and take something from that and put your own flair on it. And he did that. And that record was, and it made a movie. He didn't even know. He was just doing a record. And then that ended up being the title song of the movie. Oh, that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. We used to rock to that song in the car. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm that's a joint, man. Shout, shout out to my... Uh... My, my guy, little John. Um, yeah, I got. The, uh, we've seen we've seen him in passing, like you know, concerts. But little John was one of those that like, we didn't really get to see that much because he was working. Yeah, and he's like, a little older like, than us, so he was gone before us. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He was going like to going to Philly. We didn't get to, you know. Yeah, but I, I I got a chance to really like talk to him and really. Um, he was doing a Monique show. Yeah, we did did Monique show together. Um. He was actually the drummer for the show. Yeah. And I was, I was on there for uh, uh, Melanie Fiona. Yeah, I remember. And, um, yeah, so I got a chance to to talk, to not, you know, rap with him. And, yo, when I tell you, I feel like we've been friends yeah. for years. Like, yep. he's, he's, that, he's that genuine of a dude. Yeah, sir. And I sir. want to let, let people know that, like, you know, uh, like, his resume, as of big course. as his resume is, he was a genuine dude. Yeah. A genuine Dude, and I'll never forget that man. One of my Absolutely. favorites. Yeah, one shout of the out, groups. Shout out, yeah. shout out to John shout Roberts. Out. I made a shirt in his honor and uh, my favorite drummers. So check this out. Oh, Calvin yeah. Rogers, Aaron, uh, Aaron Teddy, Big Mike, yeah. Brian Fraser Moore, Gerald, Nissan, Little John, Doobie, Gordon, and Rex. This That's shirt is available. Nice. If y'all want one, hit me up. I have them in I two different them. colors. You know what I'm saying? I, I got them. So let me know because these are my drum heroes and you're supporting the pod as well. So we're starting out with the merch. Gonna go hard in 2023. Pause. And we're gonna yes, <laughs> we're gonna promote and do what we need to do. But check check out the shirts. Y'all can hit me up. I'll put it on the website. And uh, you know, if y'all want to support the pod, I, I would be so happy. I definitely, to I definitely need one. I need one. I need one in black. You know, black make you look smaller. I need one. In, <laughs> I need one in black. <laughs> shout out to little John Roberts and shout out to D in his black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we went we went back to the crib. We went to New Haven, Connecticut. We we pulled from the, the uh, we're stepping away from the drummers now. Now we're going to New Haven, Connecticut by way of Atlanta now to a guy that inspired us, who was a dope musician first. Yes, sir. Who was, who could hold the service by himself 
just him and, and a drummer, you know, who's a multi-instrumentalist, plays the guitar, plays the bass, plays the keys, plays the drums, fluently, plays the yes. violin as well. Let's not forget that. And he is uh, incredible. He's a multi-platinum producer from the city of New Haven. He's living in Atlanta, killing it. Um, he has records all over the place. And uh, he talked to us about uh, one of the greatest records that he made. Um, that was a super smash, multi-platinum hit. Um, and let's talk about that. Mr. Troy Troy Oliver. Yes, sir. Connecticut. Our yes, family no. came yes, through sir. and blessed the show, man. Very humble, very loving, man. My bro just showed love. He dropped gems. Y'all got to check out episode five of the In the Pocket podcast. And uh, let's check out some highlights of what Troy talked about. Yeah, man, that was your yeah. super smash, Jenny from the Block. Talk to us about that iconic Jenny record, Jenny from the Block. And I was in New York for like a week straight, seven days, just in the studio, just working, vibing. And I heard uh, a Beat Nuts hip hop record. And I wanted to see like, okay, what elements did they take? Because I just want to, I'm going to take from the original. I want to yeah. take from them. So I heard the original. I'm like, I mean, I can play this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I played it. Yep. I gave, I gave Corey a dat, like 20 joints, 20 tracks, and that was on it. And it stood out to me. He's like, oh, yeah, this is dope. This is mm-hmm. dope for Jennifer. So I left I left track at studio. We was at Hit, Hit Factory at the time. I left a dat at studio. I said, yo, Dre, him and Antonio, they was all down there working. Like, y'all pick something out right to. I'm saying it's all Jennifer stuff. It's yeah. all tracks that I approved for Jennifer. And my artist I had at the time, her name was Tasha, Tasha Ramos. Fire. Mm-hmm. She's from Hartford, Connecticut. CT, that was her. That's her singing on the background and played it for Corey the next day. Yeah, it was out of here. Flew Jennifer in like two days later, cut it. Here's where it gets even more crazy. That's crazy. That's CT's own, baby. CT's own. CT's New Haven, Connecticut. And you see how he gave, he gave credit to the Beat Nuts? He, yes, like I said, music is supposed to inspire. And that's a multi platinum hit that he yes, did. Sir. He made, he played all the instruments on that track. You know, yes, sir. Just, just gifted and talented from a young young child all the way to a grown man, just making it yes, happen, sir. man, and putting out for our state. Connecticut is a small state, but bro, we got but, some heat. It's power packed, though. Don't, yeah. don't, don't be fooled. Not it's for one power packed. Yeah, don't don't sleep for one minute. We got need- a lot of legends and a lot of people doing big things. Shout yeah. out to everybody in the chat, man. I see sir. Mo Spratt in the chat. I see Rodney Davis. I see that's Josh Mo Spratt in there. Yeah, is that Duke? Is that you know Duke? Duke? You know, dude. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, Lou. What up, Lou? What up, TP3? I see my wife in here, Cam Sir. Fletch, Jeff Leslie, the goat in here. What up, Jeff? Man, Jeff, another yeah, legend. DJ Brown, Raven. What up, Ray? Boomer's in here. The family is in here, man. Please share this and repost it, yes, man. Sir. We just in here kicking and having fun talking about the 16 episodes that we successfully put out for the In the Pocket podcast. I got my brother Darnell here with me. Yes, sir. Um, it's 2022. Yes, recap and we're just going over everything i just want to show you how god blessed me and to have favor with these great people and they all came through and dropped gems the purpose of the podcast is just to inspire right i talked about music being inspiring but if you're a playwright um if you're a if you're an actor if you are a songwriter a poet if you're doing anything creatively 
I encourage you to follow your passion, man. I sat on this idea for four years. Yeah. My dad was alive. He was into journalism, into doing interviews and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't get, I had the idea, but I sat on it. Now he's gone and him transitioning inspired me to go out and do what I set out, what I really want to do. So I'm encouraging you, if you, you know, write the story, write the book, you know, do what you need to do, start the podcast, chase your dreams because life is short and you only get one shot. And no, it sounds cliche like the Eminem song, but you get one shot to be great. And so chase your dreams, man, for real. Don't sit on your gift sure. because at the end of the day, you have to be accountable for your gift if you didn't do anything yep. with it. You ain't lying. You almost made me sing that joint. Shout out to Julian Scott, too, nephew in here. I see you. Nephew. What's up, Jules? That's my little nephew. Another, uh, listen, another up-and-coming drummer, Julian Scott. Uh, at Berkeley, he's, tearing he's it up. Great, at you. Berkeley, my little nephew. I love you. I yes, love sir. You. Yes, sir. Um, Let's go on to episode six. Now, for for those of you that are a fan of gospel music, you may not know his name, but you know his songs. And he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's one of the greatest composers and keyboard players in the genre of gospel music. He is a two-time Grammy Award winner, so you can imagine how nervous I was to ask him. Shout out to my brother, Ira Noise, for linking yes, us again. I met, I met Cedric Thompson uh, many years ago. Um, and we got to perform with them and everything. And like, you know, it was cool, but to approach him to, to, to be on a podcast, I was really nervous. Right. And so Ira linked us together and, uh, I was able to right. reach out to him and he was able to do the show when he did it, went to the studio and he recorded an amazing episode that is still, the, the, the views are still rising on YouTube. So go check out mm -hmm. episode six with a legend, two-time Grammy award winning producer. Uh, he produced yes, some of sir. the greatest gospel songs that you have ever heard for Donald Lawrence, uh, for Karen Clark Sheard. I mean, timeless music, man. Yes. Um, your church choir sings to his records. I can guarantee yes. you that. You know what I mean? So he he bring, he brought his songs brought me back to a great time in music um, that we'll never forget because it's classic. I, you know how many people still come and talk about Finally Karen? There was a whole post yeah. about it on Marty West page the other day talking That's about. Crazy how finally Karen influenced him and influenced in it. I tell people all the time, those songs influenced the generation. And that, right. that was 20 years ago and it's still right. smacking. So exactly. we're going we're gonna to get into some highlights of the great Cedric Thompson. He's going to tell us about his finally Karen uh, recording and production. The loud one, I would say would probably be finally Karen. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and uh, man, to be honest with you, that, that, uh, that session was really flawless. You don't have to tell yeah. me. I, yeah. <laughs> I listened to that thing top to bottom. Yeah, that session was really flawless. And no mis no no go back, no overdubs as far as no, like fixing parts, just stacking. As far mm -mm, uh, uh, just overdubs, yeah. You know, just just stacking in the whole nine. And and uh really a lot of people didn't necessarily get to hear mail on a lot of the songs because I I redid key bass, but yes, just be did. just because of uh, uh, the the approach that we were trying to capture sound wise. Can but, I can I but, applaud you? Can I applaud you for for being ahead of the curve sonically to do oh, that? Wow. You know, <laughs> the drum sounds, the loops, and the, the sound choices. You yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you. So, so what we did, I actually I programmed the loops 
off of the uh, off of the uh, ASR ten, and then we 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 uh, uh, transferred the loops into Danny because uh, Danny had a uh, MPC three thousand. Uh, because the MPC uh, made it knock even more. It hit harder, right? Yes, sir. Yo, shout out to Cedric Thompson, the goat man. That's I mean, crazy, that's yeah. one of the top. I say that album is probably top five yeah. of all time, bro. Yeah. yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. All because the way around production, I, all the way. Yeah. I mean, I, I rate it at top five, finally, Karen, because you there's you can't skip a song, right? If you can get to an yeah. album and not skip it, it's, yeah. it's one of the greatest ever. You ain't never lie. Yeah. And I know a, a lot of people see, and it's funny, not too long ago, if you remember, I had called you, I said, Chip. You know what I'm listening to again? Remember I told you I was yeah, listening yeah, to that yeah. Karen? Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to this, this Karen album again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, that was 20 years ago, and this wasn't yeah. too long ago. Right. And I know and I know for me, a lot of people uh, uh you know talk about uh like you said, you can go through the whole album list to everything. No but a lot of people talk about um uh uh there there is a bone again, yeah. yeah. They they like listen, but for me, it's that that love song. Yeah. A love song, love. Yo. Uh, yo. Do you know how hard it is to play a song like that? <laughs> Chip. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> I encourage everybody to go back yeah. and, re- and listen to that, so- that love song. Jesus love, love song. song. Listen to it. Listen to the, 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 the production musically. Yeah. The vocals. The when keyboard he said sounds, it was, the drums, yeah. the lead, the solo in the middle. Yes. Oh man. Yes. And what? and that was the first live gospel album that we had heard with on purpose. Like they had a right. bass player, and he talked about he had the overdub because him and Donald wanted to change sonically the direction. So right. Said himself overdubbed keyboard bass on that wow. and on the whole album on a, all the That's live songs he overdubbed keyboard bass. That's crazy, uh, yo. So heaven, all those yeah. smackers, um, love song, um, bomb and Gilead. Uh, what else, man? Holy, That's, thou art holy. All them songs had yeah had keyboard bass, man. Keyboard. He was innovative, man. Just just to change the yeah. game. Shout out to Sed, man, for being right. a game that's, changer. That's what. That's why it was. That's why the sound used to be so different when when, when bands played it live. Yeah, just because of the bass. The bass alone. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I ain't see nobody even attempt to do the keyboard bass live. No, no, I don't yeah, think, yeah. like, I think the Winans did some records like that. You know, Vanessa right. Bell, I remember, like, Thomas Whitfield would pull synthesizers out, like, my early, early days here in gospel music. Yeah. They would pull that yeah. stuff out, like, but that was on records. Like, nobody really yeah. was, like, doing a session with keyboard bass. And they, right. they did have live right. bass at the session, but he was right. smart to, like, flip that junk, because it, it right. made a total difference sonically. It made it feel like an urban record right. with that bass right. like that. Don Lawrence, right. they geniuses, man. Yeah. That was and, smart and I, for them to do that. And I got to say this one thing, not to go off track. Yeah. The, the only people we heard back then that would bust out keyboard bass, <laughs> I got to get a shout out. Jeff Leslie, you still out here. Danny Easton. Yeah, absolutely. They they, they definitely did do a uh, Dave yo, Caton and Jules. And, uh, yeah, yo. And yeah. Definitely yeah, Danny I gotta Easton. Get, I got to get it. Shout out, man. They, y'all the only ones yeah. I saw. And, and it worked. Yeah, you know somebody praying for work. me. Shout out exactly. to Danny Issa. Yeah, that exactly. that was life changing. You're right. Facts. That was well, life changing. Yeah. Shout out to said all the great songs, everything. Yes, Thank sir. you so much, said for coming on and being 
a part of the show, you know, the first part of the the uh, of my journey, man. I was just so honored and humbled that you would be a part, man. So shout out to Cedric Thompson, two-time yes, Grammy Award winner, man. Bless yes, the show sir. early on, man. I I'm just hyped. I'm still hyped from it. I have another platinum. I mean, I've had some platinum producers on this show, D. Yeah, you, I mean, you I'm them, talking I, rolling in. They rolling in, in. It ain't nothing but the favorite guy. It ain't nothing but the favorite guy. It ain't hey. nothing but the favorite guy. <laughs> hey. Yo, it's crazy because this is another dude that we knew. We grew up. See, a lot of times people ask us, like, how do you know these people? Like, how do you right. know Aaron Spears? How do you know Teddy Campbell? How do you know? Yo, just going to church, man. Going to church. Traveling. How do you know Jeff Leslie? How do yeah. you know Gerald Hayward? How you know little John Roberts? They church kids just like me. How do you know Brian exactly. Frazier Moore? How do you know Doobie Powell? Right. They church kids just like us. Exactly. And the church musicians are ruling the industry right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Facts. Exactly. Facts. So when they label us as gospel drummers and all of these prominent people that I just named that are on on my shirt are all from somebody's church, they need to just give us our props as professional drummers and artists. They they don't realize how well-rounded gospel drummers are. The most versatile in the world. Exactly. Exactly. I paid to, uh, to Big Set. He's not Big Set anymore, but Big right. Set video out. He's playing and playing the drums and singing with Patty LaBelle. And singing. Where else you gonna get that skill from? But in church, he ain't nothing but a quartet dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, holding it down. Yeah, holding exactly. it down. Doing yep. fills, watching his tone, his timing. That's the gift yeah. only God can give, bro. And, yeah. I, and I, I don't take it for granted. Yeah, you're right. And, and, pe- and people that don't play drums. Our instrument, let me tell you, it's yeah. not easy. No, playing, doing fills, still knowing where you where you have to go. Yeah, keeping your dynamic and singing on top of it. Yeah, not easy. Yeah, it's not you're easy. using all four of your limbs and both sides of your brain. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out to Sid. Shout out to not said. Big, he ain't big said no more. He's sitter. He's sitter. <laughs> he medium said. <laughs> he medium said sitter. My Yo, dude. But- but our, our next guest that we're going to talk about grew up with us right down the street, about 45 minutes from us in the Bronx. Yes, and sir. we know because your cousin, your family is from this church and you spent yes, a lot sir. of time there. And he had the blonde DW drum set with the yep. ride on the side. <laughs> and he, the ride, the ride the was ride. so low on the side. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yes, told sir. him about it. We're talking about King Amadeus, platinum producer. He has produced for over 150 artists. He has songs with Chris Brown. Uh, he has a residency. He's a drummer that has a residency at the most popular nightclub in Las Vegas. You know what that means? He's on retainer. He's a part of the staff. He performs every weekend in Las Vegas. He lives in the Bronx, but flies to Vegas every weekend to perform wow. with top artists. Ain't no other band. It's just the DJ and him. That's crazy. And he got that from the favor of God being influential in his game, being on point, being on time, being uh, responsible, learning his music. He's the music director for Trey Songs, and he has gold records, platinum records, and he's going to tell us about his latest gold record. Let's check this out. King Amadeus. Yes, sir. Let's go. Speaking of career, let's play a game called uh, Respect My Catalog. I'm going to play a joint, and you tell me a backstory about it, Okay. The best on the west. They say I walk around like I got a S on my chest. SLR audit that come coming tomorrow. Keep dope, don't get rolls. Who you think you out here for? So come on. I see you working that day. Yeah. If you need to bring your heart to the west side. 
Watch this, I'll be right back. See you play. That was what? Uh oh, uh oh. Major flex. Let's go. Yes, sir. With the hardware. That was the West Side record. Yeah, so that, that one was special, man. Shout out to my brothers, Debris. Uh, they're actually from Connecticut, too. My brothers, Debris. Yeah. They're from my, my, home, my home. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to my brothers, Debris, man. Snacks. Yo, um, YA. Yeah. But that record is special because that was the first official placement with Chris Brown on an actual album. Got you, got you, got you. That one, that one was that one was special. I mean, shout out to Brian Springer who recorded and mixed uh, that song. It's an older album, uh, amazing. Old a few months ago, so I just you know got the got the hardware, man. And yes, sir. That's, that's definitely a big one. That's Did crazy, you see all them man. plaques on the back on his wall? Yeah, I saw it, man. Like he had to oh, hit back. It, it, <laughs> it makes you feel good to know your brothers are succeeding, man. Because that's like true. once again. We knew Amadeus as a church kid going yeah. to Michelle uh, White's church in, in, in the Bronx yes. with the Chinese restaurant right at the corner. Yeah, right next exactly. Door. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, <laughs> we had going to through the spot. side door. That spot before we got on the bus. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Going to Leon uh, Lacey concerts there, seeing Amadeus, exactly. uh, hanging out with your cousin. What was your cousin's name? Um, uh, to, to, uh, Tuna. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my aunt. Yeah, Aunt Tuna, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her Tuna and her husband. husband. Like, yep. Let me tell you about this guy, right? Amadeus yeah. used to be at my grandmother's house. My my grandmother, my, my father's mother. Wow. In New York. And I at New York. I mean, that's how far we go back. He's coming, he used to be over there like a lot, all the time. Yeah. So to see, you know what I'm saying? So to see him go from yeah. you know, just a church, you know, church kid to 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 that to where he is now, man. Yeah. Amazing, always been cool. Yeah, always, been, always been humble, man. You know what I'm saying? And yep. and let me tell you, he got me on the road too, man. I had to, cause you, we talk about how low the ride was, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he got me on the road too, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> cause we did a show together. Okay. I, I, that felt so good to me. Like, like I said, to go for my grandmother's house. Absolutely. And we, and we both did a show. He he was playing for Trey Song. Yeah. And I was with Mel. I think we yeah. was in L.A. Right. And um and. Trey Songs was the, the feature artist. Yeah, the headline. So you already know yeah, whoever the setup. feature artist is, yeah. their setup. You gotta right. leave it like it is. Yeah. So I get the sound check. I'm like, I'm a dance, <laughs> man. The low ride, man. I'm like, you get me in church and you get me on the road too. Like, but but I'm so happy yeah. and, and, and proud, man. And, and everything he you know he's done and doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And thing is, these are relationships that we don't Got to see each other no. talk every day. It's always love. Always love. When we get together, it's like Facts. we never, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? So much love to my brother Amadeus, man. Thank you to my brother Amadeus for gracing the show, man. You know, these guys are really busy. They have sessions and, you know, we have to play a little tag trying to get the show recorded because, you know, they have so many things to do, but they're taking time out of their day to rock with the show and their stamp of approval means everything. Y'all share this, man. I want the world to see. We are celebrating 16 episodes of the In The Pocket Podcast, and I'm grateful to y'all for supporting me. Thank y'all for rocking yeah. with me on these Wednesday nights. You know, I put a lot of work and a lot of time into researching these questions and, and also learning and editing and, 
you know, I'm a one band show, but yes, sir. Know, I, I love it. And I, and I wouldn't yes, trade it for anything. So y'all, your support and your likes and shares and your views on YouTube and, and Facebook mean a lot to me. And it's, it's encouraging me to keep going. Cause at yes, one time, sir. you know, Instagram, the algorithm kind of gets a, kind of funny when you put something out and you get 12 likes and you're like, I know this is doper than 12 likes. You know, <laughs> back, <laughs> so yeah, I started wondering, like, am I wasting my time? But people keep telling me to keep going. I keep getting, yeah. you know, uh, love from a lot of people out there. You know, the page is slowly growing and I'm going to keep at it and keep going because I oh. feel like God called me to do this. And it's a passion of mine. You know? Yeah. you know, I play music. I still am a musician. I write songs. I play drums. But, you know, you have to have uh, another plan of action once music slows down or fades out. So right. I'm moving into media. I'm still playing. I'm still, still, you know, same chip. I still, you know, can do my thing, but I, I'm also looking towards the future to make sure that I have something planned and set up no. for my family in the future. And and let me tell you, and you're doing a phenomenal job, man. Like you, 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 you got it from both of your parents. Actually, yeah. you know, <laughs> actually your, your mother too. Yeah, because your mother put programs and script yeah. everything together, man. Yeah. And you get that part. How you put everything together, you get that part from your, yeah. your mom. Absolutely. Your I, you know, I tell you all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what I'm you saying? watched I said, her. Yeah, I watched. I put together programs, put everything yeah. together. Mm-hmm. So professional, make everything make sense, and everything runs smooth. You, you just like your mom, man. Yeah. Mom so was you, a church secretary for years, and she yeah. would be downstairs on that little computer on Windows eight. <laughs> Type yep. on Microsoft Word, you know, using clip art and, and, and glue sticks and putting graphics on stuff to create and stuff. So before, before, we left the ho- before we left the house, my mom, you want something to eat? Yep. I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, I had my coffee. I had my coffee. <laughs> my coffee, right. And which was always in the microwave. She go warm it up. Shout Love out to mama. mom. Yeah. Shout Love out to everybody mama. in the chat, man. Darina, Adrian Robinson. What up? D- Duck is in here. My boy Hav from. Baby, Dennis out here, duck on here. Yep, yeah. um, duck. my cousin uh TJ is on here, man. Thank what y'all. Up, like share this and uh, like and share, man. We're trying to get the message out to the people. Please go to the YouTube page and subscribe. Just type it in the pocket podcast. Please like the in the pocket podcast page on YouTube and Facebook. Um, help, and then we're also on digital outlets as well. So, Spotify, uh, Google, Google uh, Podcast, also uh, Apple playlist and iHeart as well. Yes, so you can yes, listen to it while you're in a car um, or you can watch the visual on YouTube, but any support that you provide is is appreciated. Yes, Let's move yes, on sir. to the next one. Next one, I felt like bringing it home. This first series is called the Legend Series, where I, I'm interviewing influential people that have achieved amazing status. I, I have a spinoff show that I'm going to explain in the next episode coming up, but the last episode that I wanted to have, I closed with a hometown friend. I went to high school with this guy and from the moment I met him, he was he was special. Um, I just knew he was a leader. I knew he was gifted. Um, and he's from the east end of Bridgeport, um, which is a tough side of town. You got a Darnell's from the east end of Bridgeport, and you got a you east, got east Indian baby, East Indian. <laughs> My wife is from the east end of Bridgeport, so you gotta you gotta you know take care of yourself and look over your shoulder and yes, sir. You, know, you know know where you're at. But this guy was his mom was a small business owner. Um, he went to McKinley School, the same school Darnell went to, um, yes, and then he eventually went to High Horizons. Um, but he is a filmmaker, Hollywood producer. For he just signed his deal to create content for Warner Brothers. Can you imagine being from wow. Bridgeport and signing That's the crazy. deal to create crazy. content for Warner Brothers, crazy. HBO, and HBO Max? 
So he's doing TV and uh, content series on HBO Max, and he's doing film with Time Warner, bro. That's crazy. From Bridgeport, went to high school. We rode the bus together. We went to Kelly's Deli together. You know what I mean? Like we were <laughs> we were in the media department together. He's this is what I'm saying. This is God ordained. I was right. on the. We were both in the media class. I was a musician, and he was the uh, aspiring filmmaker. And we took the media class together as an elective. Our teacher put us together to do a contest. We won a national contest for a commercial that we created together. I, we were 15 years old. That's and it was great. for the Great American Smokeout. And we put I put wow. the music together to support the visual that he created. We right. Put it together. I recorded it on a tape deck with Melvin Riley playing keys. <laughs> yes, I sir. played Shout drums. Out Melvin. You know what I mean? Shout out Melvin. I think yes, Lane sir. was a part of it too. And we won a national yes, competition sir. throughout the whole whole United States. And I knew then that he was special. Mind you, he had a 4.0. He was a uh, National Honor Society. He was on the football team. He played the sax. He was the president hey. of the African American Club. He was going to NYU on the weekends to, to you know, uh, learn hey. about film. He wanted to be like he wanted to learn about Spike Lee, like the path that Spike Lee went. And um, he is doing amazing things. So I took it back to the crib. I said, I got to honor my boy because yeah, he's he doing did, amazing. He, he's doing all that. He's doing all that, bro. He's amazing. He need a, he need a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to my boy. But he's going to tell a dope story about how he met somebody and he got to honor Quincy Jones. Check this out. Bro, you had to grow up so fast. Think about the average. I mean, if you're in your mid-20s, you're you're with major people. Have you ever had a starstruck moment? Uh, no. No, too cool for that. No. <laughs> I, I'm weird. Like, basketball uh, players and yeah. old school hip hop heads are the okay. only ones when I'm like, what? Whoa. You know? Right, right. I right. tell you my one moment and one of my proudest moments, you know, uh, people who know me know me know that Quincy Jones is like uh, like my idol. And he is our idol. Body. Like, when you look at his career and how he did it, he came from a rough situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but then he touched so many different uh different things and yeah. if you want to talk about a starstruck moment i was like to her i was like i need to honor quincy and he don't know me but right. he needs to know his influence for someone like me i mean i was listening to his music in the back of a station wagon you know yeah, exactly before, before yeah. i even go watch tv you know yeah. was he able to attend oh yeah of course uh, i got the if I, if I could find it it might even be on youtube i got okay the footage of when I, when I when when I made the intro for him and, and he cried and um, it just for me it's like yeah that's a moment. Like, you know like that's just for me like that was that was the moment you know wow shout out Incredible. to my bro Tamir Muhammad man film producer to the shout stars out, yeah. man right from our same Incredible. city man caught the same that's buses incredible. that we did ate at the same places we did. He went yeah. to college and and sharpened his his tools and and he is out there doing great things and he blessed me to come on the show. It's good to keep in touch with people from home, man. And and yeah. you know you, you always want to stay close to your your foundation, no matter how right. far you go. You want to be able to go home and talk to your people. So shout out to him yes, for keeping in touch, man. Shout out to him for doing great things and thank you to him for being on the pod and blessing yes, us sir. with those great stories. Go check out episode eight of the In the Pocket podcast with Tamir Muhammad. If you want to be an actor, if you want to be a playwright, if you want to, you know, jump into the entertainment film, uh, entertainment game, um, mm -hmm. definitely check that episode out because he gave you the blueprint on how to be successful and how to 
um, get into the up, game man. and the, into the movie game. So definitely check that yeah, out. Yes, sir. That's incredible, man. I yeah. I never had the privilege of meeting him. Okay. But but what I can say, you know, for him to like you say, grow up where we grew up. Yeah. Did you know what I'm saying? From the small area. Crazy part is he was in McKinley when you was in McKinley. For real? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, so I gotta know him. That's yeah. a whole other story. You probably know his so, sis, his sisters and his everybody. So okay. Yeah. Okay. His um, mom had a daycare but, on the East End and everything. So they they're pretty famous out there. Yeah. Okay. So, Definitely. but the to, to, it's just a, a testament of you know people like you can make it. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? no matter where you where from, you come from, that's right, bro. Where you come from, man. You 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 can make it, man. And he's a prime example. You know, especially like where we're from. We're you know, like I said, we're from small city. Yeah, we're small up here. Yeah, but we pack we pack a powerful punch. Absolutely, you know man. what I'm saying. And 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 to those who's, who's watching this, go back and watch it again. Yeah, take something from it. Yeah, you can absolutely. make it. Live your dream. Right. You know what I'm saying. I heard. Steve Harvey say this one time, and I and sometimes I listen to it just to, as a reminder. You know, what I'm saying the 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 failure is 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 not in taking the leap. The yeah. failure is not leaping. You know, not what I'm saying trying. yeah, I got not you. trying, yeah. not trying. You know, what I'm saying you gotta you gotta leap. You gotta take that leap. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying you never know if you can fly. Yeah, if you only if you don't leap, take that leap. You know, what I'm saying and all for all of us, we we had to take a leap somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to take I, I know for me to even get on the road and do I had to make a decision. Yeah. I disappointed some people, but they didn't understand. Right. They didn't understand, you know, where I was trying to get to, where I was trying to go. Right. And I, I just had this conversation with somebody um the other day saying that decision I made was vital. Yeah. I didn't realize how vital that situation, you know, that's yeah. that that not that uh decision was yeah. until later on. Right. Until, you know what I'm saying? Basically, I, I, I was like, wow, if I didn't, mm-hmm. if I, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't bet a whole on different myself, story. If I didn't bet yeah. on myself, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Trying Absolutely. to please others, yeah. trying to please others, man. So, like, like, but please, you know, yeah, you know, so whatever your dream is, don't even got to be music, whatever it is, no whatever doubt. your gift and craft is, pursue go it, go after it, man. Don't sit on it, you know. Yes. I encourage you, everybody that's listening, share it with your friends. This is inspirational talk, man. Go do it. Yes. You know, do it, man. I, I'm afraid. I was afraid. I'm afraid of some things in other areas of my life. I need to go do it. I need to push to do it. And um, I appreciate right. you guys tuning in tonight and checking this out. Facts. But go out there after be inspired from this and go do it. Facts. So I started Facts. another phase. So that was the first eight episodes. I started another phase of the show called Musician Memoirs because I wanted to know what goes on behind the scenes. For those guys, see, we talk to the legends, right? These guys are already established. They don't even have to work no more if they don't want to <laughs> because they've done enough in their careers, right? The first eight episodes, all them dudes are set up. All those people are set, right? They good. Now, now it's time to talk to the people that are still on the battlefield, <laughs> that are still out there, the road warriors, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So I, I yep. had an idea to talk to people that were still on the road, still on the grind, still pursuing their dreams. Um, they have achieved amazing status but they're still out there in the game trying to make a name for themselves, pushing, you know, making still networking and still working um, in the music industry and the film industry. So I, I created a, a little spinoff of, of, of the in the pocket podcast called musician memoirs. 
Right. And we successfully did eight episodes. And these are going to bless you because I talked to some of the dopest up and coming musicians and uh, creatives uh, in the game. So check this out. And what better way to start off with my brothers, Darnell Altman and Will, and Will Bam Bam Parker. Check this out. We've had 20 year careers, at least. Right. Yeah. Why Why do people still call you Will? It's, it's the favor of God, to be honest. You know, like a, a lot yeah. of times I get calls and I'm like, well, they could have called X, Y, and Z. But mm -hmm. it just, it's just the favor of God. I built the name for uh, people to know that, you know, if you call me, you know, I'm going to be consistent. A lot of times it's not about the plan. It's, yes. it's, it's more so of being able to deal yes. with, like, you, when you're on road, you're, like, living with people. Like, you know Thank what I'm saying? You. It's 70% of, of character, being, right? character yeah. and just yeah. being a good person. Like, time is everything. Like, people don't realize, like, and, and, and a lot of people ask me, they're like, yo, you know, why you didn't, you, why you didn't call me? Because I see, I see how you are at home. Like you can't exactly. be on time. Wow. You can't be on time. Exactly. So, like time is a, is a, like a major yeah. thing. And, and I learned that with Mike and, and and Kern and all those guys. My first time. Yeah. I I I still live by those those same things. Those things that they showed me. Yeah. You, it's ninety percent you traveling and living with people, and ten percent you on stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People that want they want to be around you. Yeah. I I know I'm gonna get way more than than a drummer i know well, i'm gonna definitely gonna get a laugh if you if they hired darnell you oh, definitely, definitely. Gonna, you're definitely gonna get some jokes yeah. shout out to my bros will and darnell they graced yes, me just memoir's first episode man and they were talking about longevity uh, a lot of yeah. times a lot of these musicians are talented a lot of these artists are talented um but they don't know how to carry themselves um, Don't, you know, very raw around the edges, um, not knowing how to be in a room with, with important people and carry themselves. I always ask every right. art, every artist and every person that comes on the pod, you know, how do you handle networking situations? How do you come off as hungry for the opportunity, but not thirsty? And so right. you guys talked about being on the road and being good people, having good character, because you have to live with these people when you travel with them. Right? I do. Yeah, sure. I do. You're you're you're. You're, you're rehearsing with them. Mm -hmm. You're riding sometimes riding in the same vans and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're in back backstage in the dressing room. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And you got to think. You spend hours traveling. Yeah. You may do an hour show. Yeah. Hour a lot of time. Yeah. So you're with them traveling and doing other stuff more than you on the stage with them. Yeah. And but. So you, it's about being professional, you know what I'm saying? Some some guys think because, you know, I'm gifted, that means I can do, yeah. say anything, come when I want to. Like like some some musicians actually go on the road like they're the artist. Yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all here for me. Yeah. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? That, that type of attitude, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I done seen people get a, 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 a one-way ticket back home. Yeah. You know what I'm musicians, saying? Why, I, why? musicians, I encourage you to be humble. I encourage y'all to uh, background singers. I encourage you to be humble, be confident, know your music, uh, rehearse at home. Don't rehearse. Uh, you know, when rehearsal is not for you to learn Facts. music. Rehearsal is for you to perfect the show with the, yep. everyone else. So when you get called to do, when you're blessed to have an opportunity, learn your music, be prepared yes. before you get there um, and, and be on time. Come early. Don't come right when, when rehearsal starts at seven. 
don't get there at seven, be there right. before. You know what I mean? These are things that exactly. are gonna keep that are gonna help build trust with the artists yep. and the music directors and the producers because they want they they want to know I don't have to worry about that person. I don't have to worry exactly. about me because I know he's gonna be there. You yep. know, I can trust him. He's not gonna take his phone out and be a creeper. You know, taking pictures exactly. of the artist. I've seen people get fired for that. You know what I mean? Just yep. taking pictures or they, you know, taking pictures and, and yeah. selfies on stage. Like you gotta it's be thirsty. You gotta be thirsty. You gotta be hungry, not thirsty, yeah, because not that will get you sent home real quick. And 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 you have to know, you have to know the relationship that you have with the artist. Absolutely. A lot, a, a, a lot of artists that musicians play for don't even really have a, 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 a relationship like that. As far as like friends and, but yeah. you know, I mean, I was blessed. Yeah. At, well, Mel, we had relationship. Like we hung out. We did everything together. Yeah. Like Melanie's the type that after a show, everybody go to the room, change, get showered. Melanie, she's knocking on our door. Like, what's up? What are we doing? Yeah. We're going to eat. What are we going? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew. But that. that's only because she trusts y'all, and you build. Right. You built the rapport. Right. Because I, right. like Will told the story, he played for Lauren Hill. He had to call her Miss Hill. Yeah. There was no yeah. chance. There was no opportunity to build a relationship because she was yeah. guarded. She ain't have no time for nobody else. She ain't want yep. you. You do your job and you go home. Yep. So that's it. It depends yep. on the gig, right? So yep. you know they have to trust you in order to let you in their circle. And when they do, don't blow it. Don't be blow. on time. Be professional. Learn your music. Play your play your part. Listen to the MD and be on time. That's that's basically on, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's basically it. Yeah, exactly. So shout out to my bros. Shout out to my bro Darnell. For being yeah, my we gotta do a part. Tonight. We gotta do. We gotta do a part two. Cool. Oh yeah. Me and Will was. We wasn't even near finished. No, no. You know what I'm saying? We. That was one of the funniest episodes too. Check that out. Musician <laughs> memoirs episode one. We told a lot of stories of us growing up. Right. We're all from the same city in Bridgeport, Connecticut, right. and uh, we told a lot of funny stories about our our upbringing, man. Um, right. So I started off with my homeboys from my hometown, and then I moved to one of my other good friends, one of the one of the most uh, world renowned musicians. In our age range, my boy DW, DW yes, Wright, he uh, graced the show. Now, this one was different. He came to the crib. Um, I had technical difficulties with the sound, but the interview was so good, I had to put it out. So yes, Dwayne came over my house. It was a thunderstorm going on. We out here in the country in Powder Springs, Georgia, and it's, it was rocking the house, and the internet was going in and out. <laughs> so Dwayne came. <laughs> hung out with us and uh we had a great episode this is going to talk about the golden era of gospel music and our era the 2000 yes, choir ruled check this out talk about how i won't say competitive but how serious it was oh, yeah. for the music scene in the early 2000s bro yeah it, it was real like See, you can I, we can say competitive because it was friendly competition. Absolutely, yeah. You, you had to put your best foot forward because no one wanted to be the slacking choir, the slacking fan. Literally, bro, it could be James Hall. So that would be you, Trav, Melvin, yeah. or Eddie your house, or John Peters at any given <laughs> moment. That is a full arsenal of assassins. <laughs> when Ty Trippett came to town, you had to be ready. Yeah. So you had Leon Lace, Leon's inner voice, L.I.B. James Hall, You for Praise coming. Tied in, tie in GA. Four Memorial. That's another experience where you got it. You go to Philly. You got to rehearse all week. And of course, your father. Then you had the legends. Then you had 
has been, you had your father serve, just serving heat. Like the East Coast was lit, bro. And I didn't even mention SOP. Yeah, because yeah, then you got SOP. Then you, I mean, if you really want to go, you can say Jones Chosen. Absolutely. Russell Delegation. Absolutely. Trinity Massey from Pittsburgh. Like it was, it was a lot. It was power packed. And everybody had a squad. Every, it was that era, bro. Yeah. Now talk about the midnight musical era. Uh, that was my bro DW from Brooklyn, yes, New York, sir. now living in Nashville. One of my best friends, man. He was in my wedding. He is a bass player to the stars. You name it, he's played for them. Um, yes, sir. He's currently playing for Jill Scott. He's played country music before it. Every gospel song, and he has the best memory out of any bass player. Any actually, any musician I've ever. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. He's a genius. Crazy. Like he he scored very high in his SATs. He had a full scholarship to John Hopkins University when he was 10 years old. A full ride to one of the most prestigious Ivy League schools at 10 years Wait. old. We can talk about what show he was on. Oh, he was on Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? San Diego. Yeah. Yo. Shout out to my boy Paul DW. Right, my brother, man. Came yes, through sir. and bust the show. It was an epic episode. Go check out Musician Memoirs episode two with the boy DW. He yeah. came and kicked it and dropped knowledge. And he talked about the amazing era in the 2000s when we were, it was the midnight musical era. Talk about yeah. it, D. When I tell you those were the best times yeah. of my life. Yeah. And like, and like Dwayne said, one of the main things he said that I want to reiterate was uh, it was friendly competition. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the fact that you know, we felt like we was better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That then but it was more so like he said, we nobody wanted to slap. It pushed you to be better. It pushed you to be better, be Absolutely. better because all the heavy hitters that was up there, like he said, Leon Lacey, Inner Voice, SOP, yeah. uh, uh uh James Hall, yeah, uh, uh uh um Ty Tribbett. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then why Kyle us, Walker, why, Timothy Kyle Wright, Walker, <laughs> Timothy Wright, yeah, us, like you know yeah. what I'm saying, the East Coast was Crazy. Crazy. Like East Coast was going places lighting it up. I don't listen. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. So we will rehearse. I'm talking about <laughs> rehearse, rehearse. I mean, yeah. it was so bad. It was a guitar center then. <laughs> we was at we was rehearsed at Sam Ash if we yeah, had to. Absolutely. We would go make ideas. Eric and Darnell and Adam and I. Adam would come on his lunch break or get off work with his uniform on. Yep. <laughs> and we will be rehearsing coming up with ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Adam Yo. used to work at Boston Market. And he yes, sir. We would pick him up for rehearsal. He would be smelling like collard greens and, 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 and chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we would pick Adam up and we would go to rehearse and we go to Eric's house or to, yep. to my church. Those were the best times because we wanted to be great. Yes. We put the time in and the practice. Yes. Because we wanted, we didn't want to be embarrassed, and we wanted to sure keep didn't. up, and we knew everybody that on this bill was going to bring yep. it. Everybody, hard. And it was, it was ministry, definitely, but of it course. was also like shaping us to perform, and exactly. we wanted to be, we wanted to be respected, and we exactly. were respected because we put the work in. Exactly. Yeah, man, exactly. those are good we times, man. And and chill. Let me let me say this, man. Let me let me say this. And this is not to throw off on what you know what's going on now, but what I love about those times, everybody 
had their own flavor. Everybody had their own sound. You're right. You know, so everybody had their own style. I'm sorry. Yeah. You go to concerts now. Everybody sounds the same. Shout out E. What up, E? Eric is in here. My brother, <laughs> man. Eric Davis, man. Producer. E, you got to come on, man. Please don't come with me, man. We got to produce it. All the all like all the you for praise stuff, majority all of that, it. All them you for praises that y'all sing, yes. my boy Eric did. Shout yes. out to my brother Eric Davis, man. Um, we grew up together, literally, man. ACED, Adam, yes, Chip, <laughs> Eric, and Darnell. That was our name of our crew. Yes, sir. <laughs> and exactly. we uh, we created a sound that that changed the game, man. And shout out to my bro E. Um, for being the leader in our our MD in that in that that run, man, we had an amazing run, and Eric's still killing the game. He got the hit single with Byron Cage. You are like he is yep. killing it with Melissa Bathia, and like, yo, I'm just so proud of him. Man. Shout out to Clarence Singleton as well, man. Yes, sir. But I I love my bro because we <laughs> we all came up together and we built the sound together and we learned. We cut our teeth. Yes. We learned together those million hours putting in that work. So shout out right. to my bro E. Shout out to everybody watching oh. the pod, man. Thank you guys for watching, man. Please continue sure. to share this joint. We got a couple more episodes to, to uh, go over, but I'm I'm hyped that I got my brother Darnell with, here with me. Yes, Y'all rocking with me on this Wednesday night. We'll be done in yes, a little sir. while, but I got another brother that I'm going to talk about. He's from Philadelphia as well. This guy is has played for the Stars as well. He's currently playing for Adele. He plays for Jill Scott. He plays for John Mayer. He plays for Dr. Dre. He's part of BBE All-Stars. You know, he did the Soul Train Awards. My man did the Super Bowl before. He is an incredible percussionist, and he's my friend from the 215. Aaron yes, sir. was on talking about his first experience. His first gig was with the Roots doing Jay-Z Unplugged. Check this That's out. That's crazy. That's when I got connected with Amir. By Amir, he's, he's Questlove, y'all. Amir, Questlove, Thompson. Sorry, guys. Right. Uh, first name basis. See, we dealing with a star. He called him by his first name. Man. We call him Questlove, and he's saying Amir. <laughs> Absolutely. He he mentored me a lot. I remember even just like when I first met him, he sat down. He um, it was I wish I man, I wish I could. I wish I knew what this. I don't even know this paper was. I was still mm-hmm. at my mother's house then. But he took a paper, and I remember him writing down list of names and music I need to just listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown, this. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, a, he's an encyclopedia of, of an encyclopedia. music, man. And yeah. I did it. I yeah. did just that. I was like, I, that was my goal. I said, let me, I just want to listen to it. It actually changed my life. Not that I, I didn't hear it before I heard it, but I got to yeah. go back and actually study it. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to impress my audience. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a list of songs. It's not even just one song. It's just like albums, 1970s. Go listen to this and I forgot what we did. We had Lion, I don't even know we had Limewire and CDs back then. I'm, I'm going in Limewire trying to find all these songs, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, I'll listen, mine too, Mike. I'll be <laughs> trying to find everything you can think of. Listening to all that music, I, I took it in. So you meet Quest, he gives you the music to study, and then what? I get to be around now mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, absorb and learn. I, I always just wanted to be around and play anyway, so I'm like, yeah. They called me in for, he said, yo, we want you to do JJ Unplugged. Your first game I'm, was with Jay Z. <laughs> Uh, Unplugged series, which is uh, iconic. Man, shout out to the boy A Drake. Wow. Shout out to Man Man. Man Man in here, D. Man Man, what up? Man Man in bro? here. Shout out another Philly legend, man. Music yes, directed to the stars, man. Man, the In the Pocket yes, podcast is popping, man. I got my boy Man Man, Eugene what Roberts up, in the in the. I got Eric Davis in the chat. I got I got all my boys in here. My, my people checking yes, in, sir. man. I love y'all. Thank you for always supporting yes, me, man. Shout out to the, the boy, man, man, Roberts, yo. Uh, let's go with, um, 
let's talk about that, D. Uh, Aaron is a humble dude from Philly. Yo. Paid his dues, you know what I mean? Yes. And just hanging around Quest. Talk yes. about how you have to listen to your OGs. Like, by him doing what, what Quest said, he trusted him enough to put him on the gig. You get what I'm saying? He gave yeah, him the tools, the, the, the tools for success. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and and see, thing is, I would say a lot of people uh, are not humble enough to be a student of the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aaron, Aaron is one of them humble, always one of them humble dudes, man. Yep. Willing to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, he, he's one of those old school, like I just, I just love to play. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not a, he's never been like a prima donna type. No, like, not at all. Like, let's let's just play. And yeah. he don't care. He'll get with us and play. No rehearsal, whatever. Yeah, he's that type of dude. Like let us just play. Let's just make good music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. A lot of people don't even know Aaron play drums. Yeah, like, you know nice too. Nice on drums for real. Absolutely. That's yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I first met him before he played. Um, I heard him on percussions. Yeah. For Memorial, he was playing. You know, whatever. With that amazing yeah, band man. with Jamar Jones and. Yes, uh, Omar. Do, Omar. Oh my God! For Memorial, oh. crazy, 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 crazy. Keep going, D. So, but yeah, but but Aaron, Aaron, Aaron is one of them dude. He's a sponge, man. You yeah. know, he's a sponge. He, he was humble, and and I and I know Questlove saw that. Yeah, I, this is this a dude I can trust. And I mean, if, if anybody spent like five ten minutes around Aaron, you'll feel the same way. Facts. You know what I'm saying? He, he's that type of dude, man. I I, I that's my brother. Absolutely. I love him, man. Like he had, he had another one. We don't gotta speak every day, right? Or see each other every, you know what I'm saying? But it's always up every time we see each other, man. That's my dude. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's my guy right there. Shout out to my boy A Drake. Thank y'all for supporting, man. I, this is a recap of 2022. We have completed 16 episodes of the In the Pocket Podcast. I just wanted to come yes, thank y'all for your support and let you know that 2023 is gonna be. We're gonna go even higher in 2023, but let's close out the year, man. I got a That's few fair. more to talk about. Um, we brought it back to New York City. My boy Garnett Walters is a jazz gospel jazz musician, not gospel jazz. He plays both genres. He is a, a servant to his home church, but he's an affluent, respected jazz musician in the world, and he won an Emmy Award for a composition for his composition on a on a TV show, and. The, the song he created, the theme song for the TV show, and that show won an Emmy Award. So mm. therefore, he is an Emmy Award-winning producer and songwriter. Shout out to my boy Garnett Gage because he's no slouch. Dude is nice on keys. He's right. very humble, very shy, but the dude is a killer when it's time to put, when, it's, when them lights come on, it's time to play. So let's right. talk about my boy Garnett and tell he'll tell you the experience that he had creating uh, for this music for this show. Check this out. You won an Emmy Award for being a producer and arranger. I think it's You Can Change the World. Yeah. That Tell us about that experience over the pandemic, how you created a, a, an Emmy Award winning song. A friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, um, he he uh, calls me. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I was just on this TV show and it was called Date While You Wait. Yeah. And um, um, I was interviewed. And the premise of the show actually is a guy, he's on the subway and he's talking to people, random people. You, right mm -hmm. so the guy's talking to him my friend had his guitar and he was like you know what can you just play a you know make up a song on the spot and wrote a chorus and he was just like the host was like oh that's amazing right so then the host told the executive producers about you know you know my friend played guitar or whatever yeah. and played the song and whatnot and it was like we need to make that into something so that's why my, my friend called me he was like yeah you know um 
be working on I, I i need to work on this song write the song whatever you know can you help me out and i'm like yeah sure i got you you know long story short recording vocals got it mixed and mastered in a week but the executive producer told he told donald like i've been in tv for over 33 years and i've never gotten music back that quickly with that high quality <laughs> that high quality that's amazing Shout out wow. to my boy Garnett Walters, wow. man. Wow. Amazing musician, great story. You can't sleep on any opportunity. So if someone calls you for a job, respect that job, y'all. Don't sleep on my man had an opportunity to make up a song at a TV taping. They loved the song. He brought it back to Garnett and said, Hey man, I need you to help me produce this. Garnett could have frowned at it. Like, I don't got time. I'm doing something else. From that, they won an Emmy Award. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. You just those are yep. God, those are God opportunities. You know what I mean? God exactly. ordained opportunities. And so I encourage y'all, don't sleep on people. When people come to you with requests, exactly. at least you never know. Out. As long as you, you never know what's gonna happen. And shout out to my yeah. boy Garnett for winning his Emmy Award, uh, for and him and Donald Stevens for coming together and making that dope song. Um, and they won an Emmy Award. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, and, and I could be a witness to something like that. Yeah. My, my R and B career in the career started just going to rehearsal with Stanley Brown. Yeah, it was a youth rehearsal at his church. Hey, you know, you want to come to this? All right. Yeah. There we went to a studio. Rest is history. From there to Baden Baden. Baden Baden Germany, like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? But I could have been like, Nah, I'm going home. I'm good. Yeah. I ain't going to no rehearsal or whatever. But you just never know. You, you know what I'm saying? Where the opportunity is gonna come from. So don't. Don't frown upon that, you know, the, the small things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know I mean? as, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead, finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, as 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 musicians, um, a lot of times we don't have record deals. And, and the, the major record deal kind of thought is kind of dried up now. Like people don't, people are putting out music on their own. Right. But it still does not make it hard for you as an independent artist to get out there. You know, we've been part of right. groups <laughs> where we, what do we have to do, D? As independent uh, artists, sell our own CDs. Right. Like so we have to drive there, drive perform, there, yeah. Sound check, do the show, change yep. clothes, sell CDs, count change. You know what I mean? Yep. I I literally had to walk up to to artists. That was my job, right? That was my job to walk up to the artists and give them a yep. CD. Give them if a I CD. saw Fred Hammond, if I saw uh, Hezekiah Walker, I would go tell them about our group that we were with. Um, yep. Hello, my name is Kevin Ginyard. I'm from Connecticut. I would love it if you take the CD and just check it out. I have a new choir. I have a band that I'm working with. You know what I mean? That was my job. And sometimes exactly. they would take it, and sometimes they sometimes wouldn't. Sometimes they won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, we right. But like you said, if people don't understand, that's like the most intimidating thing. Yeah. When somebody, don't, they don't know who you are. Right. And and, and, and you walking upon them with a CD. Yeah. To them, it's just, you know, you you just any person, any dude in the street. Yeah. Here's another CD. Here's another, you know what I'm and saying? It's a, and it's a chance that you waste. We paid money for those CDs. Exactly. The good money. Exactly. So that, those were professionally pressed. That wasn't no burn CD from our, exactly. our CD player. And, and in our case, we well, we stayed up for three days, three, yeah. four days straight. Not uh, to mention we had to drive the CD to Philly to get it pressed. No sleep. No sleep. No sleep. Yeah. Three, it was up three or four days. Yeah. No sleep. We had to have somebody drive us. Yeah. That's the indie the grind. Film? That's the that's the indie grind. Yeah, drop, drop it off, drop the CDs off, then turn around, get on the highway, drive back. Yeah. No, no hotel. 
Nope. You know what I'm saying? Christmas morning. Remember Christmas yeah. morning. We recorded we vocals recorded. Christmas morning. Had to stop and go to church and then come yeah. back. Come yeah. Back. Like, the, the grind was real, man. You telling the truth, matter bro. Fact, matter of fact, <laughs> our, 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 the studio we was at. Mm -hmm. We was at the studio for so long. Remember, he was <laughs> like, you know what? Out, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Y'all can have it. I'm going home. Just lock, lock the door when y'all leave. The engineer left us in the studio and let us finish yeah. what we were working on. He was so tired. He had to go to bed. Yeah. He said, there's some sleeping was... bags over there. I was like, you couldn't pay me to get in that sleeping bag. Yeah, I ain't getting no sleeping bags. Yeah, yeah. That was before sanitizer and all that. Too. But anyway. Yeah. We, but, but yeah, the grind, man. Yeah. The grind. So this series is called Musician Memoirs. And we talk to people that are on the road and are, that are still on the grind. And we took it back to the crib again, going to New Haven, Connecticut, to my girl who's burning up the internet, who's burning up every stage. Yes. Our homegirl from New Haven, Connecticut, Denise Stout, Stoutemire. Yes. She's known as Stout. That's her stage name. We, we call her Denise, but we're going to respect yes. her and call her Stout. She's going to yes. tell us about the indie grind and how it is on the road. Let's go. I was doing some research on your page and, you know, studying things about you. And I came across this article. You were featured in the Hartford Current, I believe. Do you yes. remember that? Yes. Okay, so you talked oh. about the indie grind. So you said the indie grind is not easy. I've been managing writing music, curating musical ideas, styling, driving myself to gigs, sometimes booking flights to go and build with the promoter, supporting other artists for years. When I get messages like this, I, that I received from supporters and things like this, it reminds me to keep going. Talk about that, you know, just when you are tired because you've been doing it so long and then you get a little gratitude or a little motivation to make you a little something to help you keep going. How does that feel? The love and support. It, it feels amazing because it lets me know that people are actually listening and tuned in. Yeah. And that means that I'm giving them something worthwhile. And mm -hmm. that's what artistry is about. It's not about fame and fortune. I mean, granted. All right, God, give it to me. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm not saying, listen, I don't want to think y'all got to think <laughs> I'm being deep. But that's not my intention. To receive from people and the things that they say, it just yeah. blows me away. Because it's like, wow, God, thank you for reaffirming that I'm on, I'm doing the right thing in life. The yeah. crime is not easy. But Talk will I give it. up? Will yeah. I give up? Absolutely not. No, because you're, you're called to do this. How dope is that? Wow, man? that's Ryan, dope, man. man. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's my homegirl. Uh, grew up together, much traveling together. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I got her, right? Yeah. What you have? She she go to my church. You know, she come yeah. to my church when, yeah. when she ain't on the road. She come to my church. Right. So you know, I, her signature. You know, her signature. <laughs> her signature. You know, I had to get her. <laughs> yeah, she was cracking up. You know, you know, I had to do it. <laughs> but shout, but shout out to Denise, man. Always been shout gifted. out to Denise doing her thing. You know, it's only a matter of time before she skyrockets yes. out of here, man. She is on the cusp. Yes. She is um, a powerhouse vocalist, songwriter, um, oh. dancer. You know, she does yes. it all, bro. So it's only oh. a matter of time. And I pray God's blessings on her life and, and cover and protect her out there um, because she's amazing and she's the homie. You know, yes, she is. We grew yes, up with is. her. You know, I I remember. You know, just her as I remember her singing. I told her on the pod. If you check out episode, what is this, episode six or episode five of the uh, Musician Memoirs series, she talked about. I talked about her first, the first time I heard her, and that was at uh, the Klein when Bishop Moles called her up to sing. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And, and she yeah. tore it up, and she was like twelve or thirteen years old, man. And just yeah, burned the climb memorial down. Yeah, fire. Exactly. Yeah, so that was exactly. a good time, and that, and that was, and we were like, who is this little girl? Yep. And, uh, and uh, everybody from New Haven already knew who she was because she was right. in their hometown. So exactly. I was, yep. and then torn with her with you for praise and and all those yeah. back in the day, man. We had a lot of good times. And a lot of fun and memories, man. A lot of great memories. So shout out to my girl Stout, man, for the amazing yes, person she is and uh, taking time out to be on the show, man. She's always on the go, always working. But she took time out to rock with her brother, man. Yep. Love you, sis. Yeah. Let's go to my boy DJ Nutty. He's a celebrity DJ. See, we don't just talk to singers, drummers, you know, actors. We, we talk to everybody. My boy Nutty is from the church. But he moved to Atlanta. He's a celebrity DJ. He moved to Atlanta and is setting the stage on fire. He's setting the club on fire. And he's setting his church on fire. I talk about balance. He's a family man. He is from Baltimore. And he talks about the grind. He moved from Baltimore to Atlanta. And he didn't know anybody. He had to start from scratch. Wow. He's going to tell a story. We came on some rough times. The, the move was not easy. Um, mm -hmm. Man, we, we, we've been through a lot. We've been homeless. <laughs> you know, wow. so it's like people, a lot of times people see, you know, uh, they'll see the glory, but they really don't know the story. Yeah, they don't man, really know the story right. behind what we've had to do to get where we are and, you yeah. know, those type of things, man. But at the end of the day, we never, we never gave up on each other. We never gave up on our dreams yeah. and we never moved back to Baltimore. We stayed yeah. here and that was huge. we made it, we, we made it work. Yeah. We made it work. Yeah. Um, we made it work, man. And, um. I'm just grateful for our story, man, because it really it really humbles us and keeps us humble mm -hmm. um, because we know where we came from and, and, and what we had to go through to get where we are. So yeah. I don't take anything for granted. People look at me and say, oh, you DJed here, DJed yeah. there and work with this person, work with that person. You don't know how many free gigs I had to do Ooh, to get my name it, out there. When yeah. I came to Atlanta, nobody even knew my name in Atlanta. Right, bro. Nobody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had to literally walk. I remember nights where I said, babe, I'm going to go hit these streets and give out these mixtapes. Mix mm -hmm. She said, are you serious? I said, I'm dead serious. Yeah. I used to I used to make mixed CDs and walk up and down Peachtree and on, hand dog. them out to people. Uh. I used to go to, I used to, do, I used to have certain nights that I would go out and, and meet all the club promoters yeah. when I first moved here because wow. nobody knew my name. Yeah. It just so happened one or two of those promoters gave me a chance. How could wow. you not love this podcast, man? I give you wow. everything, man. I'm giving you yeah, a well-rounded yes, podcast, man. I'm trying to help y'all yes, be sir. something, man. Yes, I'm trying to help y'all yes. get there because I'm helping myself. This is encouraging yep. me. It starts right. at home first, and then it goes out to y'all, man. These people are coming and pouring into me, and I'm pouring back out to you. A lot yep. of times people have success, but they never reach back to tell you how they You're got right. here. They want to keep it to themselves, man. They want to be successful on their own. I don't want that for you. I want you yep. to be successful. I want us all to win. I have a slogan that says it's time for the good people to win. It's time yep. for the good people to win. Let's let's spread love together. Let's encourage each other. Let's support each other, man. Like, thank y'all yep. for supporting me. Y'all out here tonight supporting me. Please yes, share sir. this. Let people know that we're out here. Subscribe to the yep. YouTube page. Subscribe to the Facebook page. But my boy came, took a risk, moved his family down here. He said he was homeless. He was wow. passing out CDs. To try to let people know he was here because he was he was confident in his gift. He knew he had a purpose, but he also knew he had to work. Faith without works is dead, man. Dead, I ain't trying to preach to y'all, but know that you got to be confident. You got to do some work. You can't just say God's gonna bless me. 
and not do Facts. no work. You got to do the work. Got to do the work. Network, man. And I encourage all of you, do the work, man. Type do the work in the chat if you got a minute. Do, do the, work. the work, man. You know, G, how you feel about that, man? Man, it, it, it reminded me of, of, of us. Yeah. Just grinding, like, like doing the work. We didn't, we, we wasn't even doing like like we wasn't even doing it to really even be famous, yeah. Or ha have people call our name. We did it for the love of the music, yeah. And and what we our passion. We love what we did, but we we put that work. Once we saw that we, the gift that we had, we was like, all right, we gonna really work. Yeah, we gonna really work and grind. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to see like him to go from being a homeless, not not ashamed, yeah. Put his pride aside. Facts. Passing out CDs, knowing people don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Grinding with his, his wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's important to put put that out there. Yeah. Support. You know what I'm saying? Support. Right. You know what I'm saying? She stuck Spousal with him. Support is important, man. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and, and look where he is today. All, yeah. all, all from grind. Yeah. And, and we live we live in such a just give it to me generation that y'all don't want to work for it. You gotta work, man. Gotta work. work man. You gotta work. And see, you see, but thing is, I want to tell you, if you it, it work builds substance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go yeah. out there, you know what I'm saying? You want to, you know, get it now. You go out there and get stuck because you got no substance. Once you get past a, po a certain point, you don't got nothing else left. How are you going to be noticed if you're you not out there doing the work? Right. You ain't doing no work. You ain't grinding. You you're ain't never going to get called to do it for an opportunity if you're not visible. If you're not right. out there working. If people don't see the grind, right. you got to get and, out there and, and work, man. And we come from the era of not getting paid. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and we were good. Yeah, still not getting paid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, now it's the other way around. Shout out to Nutty, put man. That work. Shout put, out to DJ even, Nutty. Yo. Jonathan Hunter is out here killing the game. He is on reality TV. He has booked every weekend until 2024. Yeah. Imagine having that's, something to do every weekend until 2024. That's crazy. That's crazy. Chip, My man you know, is making money. Go ahead, bro. You don't touch something that. That's for another. Uh, a podcast. Yeah. It, 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 I, I really wanted to like have a podcast like they talk yeah to to, to, to this generation man. They like and, and it's like I love them, but they don't want a lot of them don't want to put that grind in man. Yeah. You gotta do the work. You they, gotta they, grind, they, man. they don't you know what I'm saying they they tell you put that put that grind in. Yeah. And and and, and not even only uh, uh not even only to be just successful or to have your name in the billboards or, or yeah. whatever. But respect your craft, whatever it is you do. Facts. You owe it to your craft to put the work in. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what I'm saying you owe for one, you'll be looked over if you're not sharp, if you're not on your A game. That's another thing. You're not entitled to anything. So you got to be on point. So Facts. you got to perfect your craft so that when you are called on, you're ready. Because it's terrible to have an opportunity and then you not be ready. Exactly. Ooh, imagine that you have an opportunity, bro, and you're not ready for it. I'll be right. Yeah, That's the what, worst thing. What's my man? I, I, I'll give you an example. I got called to go on the road with Black Street. I ain't have my passport. Wow. Talk about swole. That could have changed my life. Yeah. I never yeah. I never was afforded the opportunity to do a tour. Right. I was right. 20, 22, 23. I got the call. Chip, you got your passport? Nah, I don't. I can get it though. Nah, I gotta call somebody else that got it. Right. Swole. They need to leave. They need to leave now. Yeah, rehearsal starts tomorrow. And so, the show is probably in another in another two days or something. That could have changed my yeah. life. And I'll yeah. never forget that because I wasn't ready. Yep. You get what I'm saying? 
I get it. I, yeah. So what they say, they say, don't get ready, stay ready. Stay. Cause if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. I love and you. you gotta, yes, sir. Love you too, fam. This is dope, man. Let's bring it to close. We got two more episodes to talk about. I want to talk about this. This is nutty again. Nutty was part of a viral moment. And I want to get your thoughts on this. Nutty was part of a viral moment with Dr. Jamal Bryant, where Dr. Jamal Bryant hired him to be a DJ, but he wasn't playing gospel. Check this out. You were part of a viral moment. And uh, I wanted to touch on this. You were part of a viral moment with uh, your good friend, Dr. Jamal Bryant, where he, okay. oh, in, yeah. the church, in the church setting, he brought you in to be a DJ, but you weren't spinning gospel. You were playing classics, hits, everything. That's um, that Baltimore in him, man. That's that ball. He can't So that kind of, it shook the gram up a little bit. You know, it shook up, you know, the, the holier than now people didn't like that. So yeah. how did you feel coming from your background? Um, you know, I know you said you had an open background, but like, how did that feel to see that, those comments and them kind of attacking him like that? Um, to be honest, man, people probably gonna think I'm crazy, but I actually felt good. Okay. Because it actually shook things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, one thing about me, man, I grew up in church my whole life. I've been in church my whole life. Both of my parents are, are pastors and ministers yeah. and all that thing. But it's, at some point, man, you have to be able to learn how to have some balance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing wrong. You know, I have nothing against, you know, everyone that's, that's holy than thou. And, yeah. you know, and, and that is so respectable and commendable. Mm -hmm. But at some point, you should have some balance. It's okay to listen to some clean R&B music. It's okay to, you know, to do a little slide. Just loosen up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I just think, you know, how Dr. Bryant, man, that's really kind of what he wanted to do with the pandemic. He did it, man. And I just think it was an, it was an incredible experience. Man, I wow. encourage y'all to live your life, whatever, however you want to yeah. do it. I'm not going to pass no judgment. However you want to do it, live your life, love your wife, love your children, go on vacations, mm -hmm. you know, do what you need to do and don't worry about others. Live your life, have that grind, have that balance in life. I, I agree with that. Have that balance, man. Yeah, don't just be in, take your wife balance. on dates, take her, take her on trips, surprise your husband. Do things to keep your partner engaged. Do things to, that are pleasing to you and don't yep. worry about others because the same people that will judge you are doing worse things that you could even imagine. So live your life. And that's what I took from that. Live your life. Do what's happy. Yes, sir. What makes you happy, you know, and I'll leave it at that because I'll leave it open. Yeah. I don't want, people, I yeah. don't want to get yeah. canceled. <laughs> I, I ain't even know where to get canceled. I ain't trying to get canceled. I ain't even made it yet. For real. Have people in front of your house with signs. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. I love y'all for rocking with me, man. This is amazing. Y'all have rocked with us for two hours. We're going to bring it to close. Yes, we sir. got two episodes to evaluate left, and they are, boy, there's some whoppers, yo. I sat yes, down sir. with a goat. I mean, literal song writing legend. He has written songs for Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Boys to Men, Tyrese, B2K. The Tyrese record that he wrote was Sweet Lady. That record wow. just went three times platinum. Wow. And he wrote every word and produced, played every chord. This man is from wow. New Haven, Connecticut. His name is Troy Taylor. And his wow. tag is Troy Taylor, you the goat. And he has earned that title. He yeah. graced the show on episode nine. He's from New Haven. I knew him when he was a kid. He was on uh, at Trinity Temple. You know, he's a little older than I am, but we got to watch him and look up to him with you know, Sean Irvin and, and all those dudes, Wendy and Tanya, shout out to my Holy Tab crew. 
in Connecticut yes, first jurisdiction. We all was in there heavy. And Troy was right there rocking him and Doobie and Troy Oliver. Like all those dudes were the people we looked at. And shout out to Troy for I now I was nervous to call him, bro, because Troy Oliver had to put me on with Troy Taylor because I was so scared. He was like, reach out to him. I'm like, yo, he don't remember me. The moment he saw me, he said, Chip, you just wow. got weird. <laughs> said, you look the same. And he remembered wow. me, and it, it was the instant family reunion, bro. So shout out to the 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 the, the GOAT, Troy Taylor, for coming on the show. He's going to tell us a cool story. Watch this. Pick your top five songs that you created. So this is called Troy's Ultimate Set List. And you pick five records that define you or that you're most proud of, that you've written, produced, composed, anything. Okay, so Can't Be Friends. Yes. Why I Love You. Yeah. Sweet Lady. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say Your Love Because that was a special record for me Yeah And then First Noel with Whitney Houston that can, I get was, a, can I get a little story about that? I, I, of course I have it on my page as her. Whitney was so hilarious She was mad at me for pushing her But it came out great oh, I need some water I'm going to hurt you Troy I swear to God Troy you know what, Troy? You take me back to my days. That's what a God. I'm gonna do a flying jumping. When I come out there, I'm gonna fly and jump and kick you. <laughs> and that was a little. That was a snippy. <laughs> nippy was nippy, wasn't she? Yeah. She was snippy. Snippy, yeah, nippy. Nah. Um. So they called me and asked me. They were saying Whitney's doing her first Christmas album. Wow. And, and they asked me what did I have because I had already worked on her. Uh, just Whitney album so um, I came up with an R&B version of First Noel I thought it would be dope how dope is that those were Troy Taylor's top five songs that he's most proud of man right from New Haven Connecticut working with I I'd even like list like Mary J Blige and and, uh, Carl Thomas and everybody else that he worked with Mario Winans like he got joints, Mariah That's Carey, Janaya Aiko. He wrote right. songs for the uh the TV show Star. Remember oh, yeah, the TV yeah, show yeah, Star? Yeah, he yeah. did songs for Empire and for Star. They was doing the TV scores for a lot of those shows, man, with Lee, with Lee Daniels. Man, right from that. Connecticut, man. He's right here in Atlanta. 203. 203, man. We got that heat. I'm telling you, man. Yes, and he's sir. one of the most respected songwriters. And he was on the In the Pocket podcast, episode nine. Y'all go check that out, man. He was dropping all kinds of heat man all kinds of gems and it's free it's on spotify apple google and iheart if you want to listen you can go check it out on youtube and on facebook subscribe and like the page and share it with your friends i'm just trying to grow this thing so i can help empower you it's empowering yes, me sir. first so i'm passing the jewels on to you guys man um let's close yes, with this sir. one one of my drum heroes one of my favorite drummers in the world did me uh-huh. the honor of being on my show man he closed 2022 with a bang He's the one of the most incredible, most influential drummers. He literally shaped the generation, and he was on the pod last week. And this episode is going crazy. I mean, right. literally, like I'm so hyped and so shocked because from this episode, a lot of people are finding me, they're following me, and they're uh, the the brand is growing. And I'm super grateful to my bro Calvin Rogers for being a yes, part sir. of the In the Pocket podcast. Check this out. Um, we're gonna play a quick game called "What Song Is That?" I'm gonna play a clip of a record you played on, and you give me some backstory. Ooh. Okay. All right. 
legendary, bro. But we were playing it live in Pastor Key's show. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, I got to put this on my album. And so, um, not guilty album. Yep. And so we, you know, we went in and I was trying to, you know, it's hard to, it was, it's, it's really, really hard to simulate the adrenaline and energy you get when you're in a room full of people and people are pushing, pushing, yeah, pushing. Yeah, yeah. So, but I also wanted to try to make the um, solos appealing to radio because yeah. I knew he was going to put it out as a single. I knew it was mm-hmm. going to get it on the radio. And so, um, I was just kind of trying to think, how can I play this song for radio to yeah. where it feels? So, you know, the solos were like way more, not simplified. They were kind of simplified, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I tried to make them where- You didn't chop us to death. You didn't yeah. chop us to death. You, yeah. you made it musical. Yeah, yeah. Cal, that was 22 and, uh, years ago, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D, how epic was that? Yo, one of our heroes, one of the coolest dudes Yo. on the planet. But he came through and blessed the pod, bro. What you think? Yo, that was legendary right there, man. Yeah. That, that was that was one of the most touching episodes you did because for me and you, I know me and you sitting in your room. Yeah. This one you lived on Chamberlain. Chamberlain. We sitting in your room listening to Larry Trotter. Yeah. Tell the tell the devil I'm back. We was we used to go crazy over that. So so to actually start traveling. And start and to meet them, yeah, you know, then become cool, become friends, and seeing each other, you know, back and forth on the road, yes, sir. And and, and a, a guy of his his, his caliber, yes, and talent, you know, what I'm saying who he is. People need to know how how, how humble he is, man. Facts. And, and and I can tell you, he came to see us. Um, uh, YP had went to Chicago, mm-hmm. and he he came to see. Uh, we we went a lot. Yeah. But this this but this the particular time, um, number one, we used to do Calvin's uh well he's playing at Hannon's. Yeah, yeah, he used to go there to do, do those eight we, services. <laughs> yeah, and and we used to do their New Year's service every yep. year in yes, Chicago. Sir. Yeah or Calvin, yeah. whatever. But um it was this one time we was at another another spot in um Chicago. Calvin came to see us. Mm-hmm. And I remember you remember then like I carry had everything. Yeah. Simple bag, yeah, you know, stick stick bag, right? Mad stuff. So, so I got off the drums. I got off the drums. I'll never forget. I'm struggling with all my stuff. Yeah, Cowboy's like, he's like, yeah, he said, give me a snare, man. Took my snare. Wow, you remember, remember the hard case? Yeah, the snare case you case. yeah, yeah, you probably still got one. I don't I still know, got mine. Man. Yeah, I'll never yeah. get rid of that. Yeah, it was that same. That was that that hard case, Cowboy. Yeah. He's like, I got you. I was like, Calvin, wow. I'm like, and, I, and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, he's like, nah. Like, just just how humble he is right. to help me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With, you know what I'm saying? With my, I'll never forget that, man. Legendary but, status, man. Dude yeah, has, man. Almost has 100,000 followers, man. He is yeah. a, a legit artist, you know, and uh, he endorses products. People pay him for, for his time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he exactly. took time out. He gave me two and a half hours, bro. You know, that's Great. nothing but the favor of God. And I'm grateful to everybody that has supported this podcast. Please continue. In his office, to, right? Yeah. Continue. To, he was at work. Continue to subscribe to the podcast, man. Check us out on all these platforms, man. I'm super grateful. Yes, Calvin came. Yeah, you're right. He came through and did the uh, interview. At, he was at work at, at the church. Um, had some stuff to do. And he gave me two and a half hours, man. And that was and a great Trotters. way. Trotters, yeah. right? Yeah, he's at Trotters, back at okay. Trotters, it's a great way to end the year. 
2022 was amazing. Thank you for your support. Please continue to support the pod. You know, let everybody know that we're out here making noise, man. All the episodes are up on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, Facebook Live, and YouTube, man. Please check it out. There's a lot of content out there, and it's for your consummation. I think I said that right. It's for your consumption. There it goes. It's for your consumption. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank you to my co-host, my brother Darnell. Man, I love you so much, bro. Like you, man. you know, you know what you mean to me, man. Thank you so much. You already for know. Spending these two hours with us, man. It was a dope yes, experience. Sir. We got people no rocking out with us, man, and I, I'm hyped. In the pocket with Chip yes, G. Sir. Please go there right now. Subscribe to the Facebook page. Subscribe to the YouTube page, and uh, like and share this, man. I want people to see what we, what kind of year we had, because I got yes, something sir. for y'all in 2023. I already recorded something, and I'm about to drop it. Oh, Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all need to tune in next yeah. week. Next yeah. Wednesday, tune in. I got Whoa. some heat for the musicians. I got some heat for the singers coming. I got some stuff coming. So yeah. stay with us because we're going somewhere. I love y'all. Continue to stay in the pocket. Yeah. Your boy Chip G signing off. Love y'all. Peace yeah. out.